This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. Well, as the calendar turns from summer to autumn, the leaves on the trees are just starting to make a turn. That means just one thing. It's time for football. We close the 2022 season with a big school state championship coming back to Snohomish County for the first time in nearly three decades. How will the 2023 season end? Well, in order to find out the end, we need to start, and here we go. High school football action back again on KRKO 1380 AM and FM 95.3. Streaming live on krko.com and available everywhere on the KRKO app. Presented tonight by Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Dave & Buster's, Glass by Lund, Marysville Toyota, also by Smoky Point Concrete, the Buzz-In Steakhouse, law office of Russell and Hill, and by Screen Printing Northwest. We come to you live from Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish for this non-league cross-district, cross-valley rivalry, the 12th edition of the battle for the Dick Armstrong Cup between Snohomish and Glacier Peak. Hello, everybody. Tom Lafferty alongside former Jackson High School football coach Joel Vincent. Amp Harrell is on the sidelines this evening. Steve Willits is with the Everett Aquasox in Spokane this week. We'll get the band back together in full next week. In fact, right now, let's remind you about our coverage tonight. If you're looking for baseball on this Friday night, the Everett Aquasox and the Spokane Indians are playing tonight at Avista Stadium in Spokane. Steve Willits has the call just up the dial on Classic Country KXA 1520 AM and FM 101.1. Again, that game will start here in about 12 minutes or so. Tomorrow night's game at Spokane, a doubleheader. We'll be heard right back here on Caracol starting at 415 with the pregame show because of last night's rainout. We've got all that set coming up on this edition of the West Coast Tonight pregame show. We'll hear from both head coaches. Joey Hammer of Snohomish, his team hasn't won a game yet in this series with Glacier Peak, and the losses have reached a dozen. We'll also hear from the head coach of the Grizzlies, Shane Keck. His team comes into this 2023 campaign uncharacteristically absent from any of the reputable preseason pollsters. Let's talk about this game tonight between the Grizzlies and the Panthers. For Snohomish, the Panthers wait, if you've ever heard this before, young and inexperienced. Gone to Gonzaga's pitching staff is three-year starting quarterback Kale Hammer. So six-year head coach Joey Hammer is looking for a quick rebuild this season. And lo and behold, there's another another Hammer stepping to the fold, and he will start at quarterback number seven. David Hammer will be at the controls. The Panthers went 4-2 and two in league play a year ago and 4-6 and six overall. And talk about streaky. Snohomish lost to Glacier Peak then won their next four over Terrace, Shortcrest, Edmonds, Woodway, and Linwood, then lost their next six, including a 53-12 loss to Bellevue in the Quad District crossover game. One quirk in the scheduling for the Panthers, they only play three home games, including tonight. In fact, this year, the Panthers play as many games at Edmonds District Stadium as they do here at Veterans Memorial Stadium. We'll hear from the coach coming up in just a moment with Amp Harold down with Joey Hammer, Coach Hammer is meeting, I think, at this time with the uh, officials down on the field. For Glacier Peak, remember last year when we did Glacier Peak's games and we kept talking about Trey Lechner and Cooper Jensen and River Lean? Well, those guys have all moved on to collegiate football. And the players that toiled in the shadows over the last couple of seasons will now step forward to lead this new crop of Grizzlies. Among them, including Chris, uh, running back Chrisman Bonch, the wide receiver Owen Gluth, and two-way standout and defending 285-pound weight class state champion wrestler Connor Aney, but just about everybody else is untested, hence the reason that GP 
doesn't appear on the preseason polls. A year ago, the Grizzlies went 3-1 and one in league play and 7-3 and three overall, but for the second straight year, bowed out of the district crossover game at the hands of Kinko Forey team. Last year, Woodenville, the previous year, to Bothell. We're going to hear from Shane Keck, head coach of the Glacier Beat Grizzlies, coming up in just a moment as well with Amp Harrell. Still to come on this edition of the West Coast Tonight pregame show, we'll run down the rest of the schedule on this opening night of high school football action. When we come back, we'll bring Joel Vincent into the conversation, and we'll hear from the coaches. Very busy 20 minutes as we count down to kickoff. It's the Snohomish Panthers hosting the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. More from Snohomish right after this timeout. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Wild Birds Unlimited, we bring people and nature together. It's sales season. Stop by your local Wild Birds Unlimited and see what's on sale. While you're there, join the email club and be the first to know about specials and flash sales. Save every day and keep your backyard friends happy. Wild Birds Unlimited on Evergreen Way in Everett. Wild Birds Unlimited, we bring people and nature together. Get wise about your money with BusinessWise. How much money are you planning to leave behind for your loved ones? If you wait to make it official, you might be leaving less than you realize because gifts and estate taxes are going up. Secure the future for those you care about with estate planning from BusinessWise Insurance. Online at business-wise.com. That's W-I-Z-E. Again, business-wize.com. Registered Investment Advisor in the State of Washington. CRD 297580. People sure do love working at the Snohomish and Monroe Co-ops. So I'm Cheyenne. I've been at the co-op for about four or five months now, and I really like this place because they actually take care of their people. Well, it really focuses on small-time businesses, locals, and it's a really community-based spot when community-based spots are kind of gone. The Snohomish and Monroe Co-ops. Great people, great products, at great prices. See for yourself in-store on Lincoln Avenue in Snohomish and Cascade View Drive in Monroe and online at snohomishcoop.com. That's SnohomishCoop.com. Snohomish and Glacier Peak are warming up down in the field turf. And Amp Harrell, you ready to go in? It sounds like Coach is ready to put you in. Yeah, Coach is, I think, trying to keep me from getting hit in, uh, in team drills. Coach uh, Joey Hammer, uh, first of all, welcome to another great season of Snohomish football. That's right, great season. These kids are hungry, and so is the town. So we're ready to rock and roll. So I understand young, inexperienced team and uh, some athletes out here. Tell me what to, what to expect in this one. Hey, we got nothing to lose all year. Yeah, I mean, and these kids understand that. They understand that it's let it loose, trust in what they do, trust in each other, and great things are going to happen. Well, I know you've got to got to run these boys through some uh, warm-ups and everything, so I'll keep it pretty straightforward. Any changes in scheme or style on offense or defense? We're going to be spreading it out uh, more, more so this year than last year, I'll say that. Uh, and defensively, we're going to be far more aggressive. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get after it, and we're going to tackle. Uh, tell me about some players to watch on both sides of the football. Man, we got a plethora of them on offense. We got uh, quarterbacking it, David Hammer running the ball will be Brody Strant. We got a ton of skills on the outside. We got Bosa, Step, Parker Jackson, Silas Green, uh, Mason Surdy, just studs. And we got our bigs up front are just dogs. 
I love talking about the big men on both sides of the football. Uh, what about on uh, on special teams? Special teams, we got you'll have a bunch of names that you'll have to be searching for. We got a bunch of young dudes that are hungry, and so they they want they first night at Friday Night Lights, and they got they got no expectation, and the sky's the limit, and I love it. Absolutely. One more question, and it's the one I always ask. You get the dub in this one if when when we do, it's because we got faith in each other and faith what we're about. All right, Coach. Congrat or good luck, I should say, yes. in this one. You got me believing. Appreciate Back upstairs. It. Yes. Go Panthers. Go Panthers. <laughs> upstairs to you guys. Okay. Thanks very much, Amp, along with. Uh, Joey Hammer, let's welcome back Coach Joel Vincent to the booth again this season. I think you've gotten used to sitting up here eating cookies and watching other coaches worrying about wins and losses and eligibility and all that stuff, haven't you? Yeah, that's that's and that's a big part of it. I don't miss right is, <laughs> is uh, getting through two weeks of camp and who's eligible and who missed practice and who might be hurt and all that stuff. I don't miss any of that, but uh, this this uh, night like tonight is perfect, and that's what I do miss is kind of prowling that sideline and and making those game time decisions. But uh, what a perfect night for football. Well. And, when you listen to a coach like Joey Hammer, you're ready to go, right? He had Amp convinced. <laughs> Amp was already congratulating him. You know, so yeah, uh, Joey's Joey's always been that way. He's very infectious, very positive guy, uh, great guy to lead that Snohomish program. Remembering back to the end of last year, we traveled south to Mount Tahoma High School, and lo and behold, the Lake Stevens Vikings bring home the big trophy to Snohomish County for the first time in three decades. That was a fun ride last year. That was a fun ride, and and uh, to be able to go all the way through the playoffs and be able to broadcast those games and bring them back here to the people of Snohomish County, um, that was just a lot of fun. And you don't, we've learned you don't get to do that too often. Right. So you got to really, really uh, appreciate it when it does happen. Well, and you see that at every level when someone goes to the Final Four, they go to the Super Bowl, you go to the World Series, enjoy it. Enjoy it while you're here because you may never come back. That's exactly right, and you know, and there's there's no guarantees you don't know. So uh, that ride was really fun last year. I'm hoping some of these West Coast teams uh, make big, deep runs this year too because uh, there's nothing quite like playoff football. But there is changes. New coaches in the Western Conference. Tyler Tuiasasopo, after one year, leaves Mariner, returns to Las Vegas. Mark Stewart now goes to Everett. New Manikamiak, a lot of changes. Lots of changes, and uh, – all those guys, I met them at Media Day. They seem like really quality dudes. I've known Coach Stewart forever. Um, he'll do a great job at Everett. And, uh, you know, there's going to be some changes. I think we're going to see Kamiak run the wing tee. Now, if you go back to the Coach Mack days, and other, that would have never happened. But uh, they got a new guy at the helm there, and it'll be interesting to see how those new coaches do this year. Let's talk about the Snowmish Panthers. Seems like a step back and rebuilding. QB1, Kale Hammer gone. A lot of young guys. And Coach like Joey Hammer says, let's get to work, right? Yeah, and he must like the new guy. You know, uh, number one, he's his son. Uh, the younger hammer, but he says they're going to be more spread this year. So that tells me that uh, Coach thinks that his uh, boy's going to be able to spin it and throw it around. So that's going to be fun to watch. You know, let's face it, both Snohomish and Monroe benefit from Ferndale, Mount Vernon, and Oak Harbor playing in the North Division. But look out, Edmonds, Woodway, and Mount Lake Terrace, they're much, much improved. Yeah, Coach Gradwall, you know, he was one that uh, uh, we, we had some epic uh, battles in, in my time at Jackson. It always came down to the last possession, it seemed, against his teams. They're always well coached, very physical. We, we had what we called the Edmonds-Woodway rule, which was when we got done playing them, that, that we were going to have three guys that couldn't play the next week because they would just <laughs> beat the living tar out of you. But, um, yeah, they're going to be much improved, and uh, uh, I think we'll factor into the race. Glacier Peak Grizzlies loaded with talent this year, but all that Division One talent like Jensen, Lean, and Lecter we mentioned earlier playing at the next level. Probably the question will be how long until the Grizzlies can all put this all together and gel. Yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting to see in this first game how some of these new new guys that are going to be leaned on a little bit, 
uh, perform, and, and uh, it's going to be a growth process for sure for them. But, uh, you know, Coach Keck's kind of established this culture here now. It's going to be next guy up, and uh, now it's your turn. And, and in a program like this, a lot of times you don't start till you're a senior, right, because of the right. quality of football. And so some of these guys, um, they've been waiting for this. So um, it'll be really exciting for them, for their families, and uh, hopefully they'll get out there and perform like they want to. Well, and you had a chance a week ago tonight, in fact, right, to watch a, um, a jamboree. Mm-hmm. How much can you really learn from a jamboree? Is it more on the co- coaching side you can learn stuff? Yeah, it's it's more to get your guys on film. Um, gives your, It does give your players an opportunity to line up against someone that's wearing a different color uniform that they don't know. Because uh, by that point of uh, August practices, you're kind of sick of seeing each other. Right. But in, in, in the level of play is a little faster, you know, because everybody's a little bit amped up. But, uh, no, it was uh, fun to go out and, and check out Monroe and North Creek and uh, Glacier Peak and um, and uh, Lake Stevens and watch them and, and kind of see uh, uh, where they were at and uh, maybe what they have in store for us this year. Speaking of amped up, Amp is with the head coach of the Glacier Peak Grizzlies, Shane Keck. And we're live and direct here pregame with the head coach of the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. That's uh, Shane Keck. Coach, welcome to the start of another season. Hey, appreciate it. Excited to be out here tonight. So another installment of the uh, Dick Armstrong Cup. Uh, What are we looking for in this game? Yeah, you know, we're we're a pretty inexperienced team, so looking forward to seeing our guys compete and and get out there and uh, see what they can do. It's going to be a fun one. Well, there's a young group on the other side, too. Uh, How is that playing into your game plan? You know, I don't know because it's so tough. You don't have any film. You don't know much about them because they don't have a lot of returners, kind of like us. And so a little bit of it is, hey, let's get into this game in this first quarter and try and figure things out. So uh, how different is our identity going to be on offense for the Grizzlies? Yeah, you know, I don't know if it'll be a lot different, but there's going to be some definitely some tweaks to try and tailor to our best players and kind of work towards uh, letting these guys get some experience and get some reps under their belt before we kind of open it up. Uh, what about defense? Is that going to be any different? No, it should look about the same. Uh, scheme's pretty much uh, what, what we've done the last couple years. And uh, Defense coordinator, new defense coordinator this year, Jason Bean, he and I have been together for, I don't know, probably over a decade off and on. And so uh, our scheme, the scheme's real consistent. Uh, so tell me about some of the players. I know we've got some familiar faces returning, but you did mention the youth. Who are some guys on offense and defense that we need to keep an eye out for? Yeah, I think, you know, we start with Chris Van Bonch, our tailback. Uh, he, he's a special one. We're going to obviously let him tote the load a little bit. Quarterback Lucas Entler is a junior. Uh, he's going to get, you know, his first varsity start tonight. And we've got a, we've got a, some pretty big receivers. We're 6'3", six, 6'4", six, on the perimeter with Ben Williams and Dylan Healy. So uh, we'll look to see, hopefully we can get some matchups with those guys as well. Uh, what about on the defensive side? Yeah, defensive side led by uh, uh, Captain Brad Perman, and, and inside linebacker, and then Owen Gluth, who's not going to go tonight, but he, he's a stud for us. And then Connor Ainey up front is a monster. Uh, now, I can't I can't get out of this without talking special teams. The overlooked dudes that are starters, too. Uh, any special teamers that need a shout-out? Yeah, I think we got a myriad of kickers that can really – really really kick it jared chichinski's really worked hard in the offseason become a great kicker aiden larson was a kicker for us last year as a sophomore and then uh we have a foreign exchange kid who may uh may get a chance to see what american football is like tonight we'll see that's fantastic one last question gp gets the dub and stays perfect in this series if we get more points than they do but uh all jokes aside uh we got to turn we got to protect the ball and then hopefully get a couple turnovers convert when it's when it's convert time and, uh, you know, hopefully our kids come out and play physical and play, you know, what we believe is our brand of football. Coach Keck, I appreciate it. Good luck. Hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate everything you guys do. Back to you guys.
And we will continue from Snohomish when we come back. A pinpoint weather report from our KRKO chief meteorologist, Tornado Ted Beener, for the opening night of high school football and for the Labor Day weekend. Stay tuned. Our pregame show is right here on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3, Everett's Greatest Hits. Building communities. That's a specialty of Smoky Point Concrete, and they're looking for some new people who share their vision. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit ReadyMix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Everyone is welcome at Snow Isle Libraries because libraries are for everyone. At Snow Isle Libraries, you can check out a physical book or an ebook or listen to audiobooks, borrow a Discover Pass to visit state parks, check out a laptop and Wi-Fi hotspot, all with your library card. There is so much to discover. Find your community library at snow-isle.org. That's S-N-O-Isle.org. And connect your way with Snow Isle Libraries. Show them you care no matter the reason. Give the gift of originality from the Crafty Bees. Make their house a home with gorgeous homemade decor, signs, clocks, shelves, and candles. Nurture body and mind with lotions, CBD products, even baked goods at the Crafty Bees. Send a thoughtful card, give a book from a local author, make friends with a cuddly critter, or find the perfect coffee cup. Locally made products from small businesses right here in the Pacific Northwest on Ferdale in Edmonds, inside the Everett Mall, and online, the Crafty Bees. Welcome back to Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish, where we're counting down to the kickoff between the Glacier Peak Grizzlies and the Snohomish Panthers. Stay with us for our postgame show today. We'll name the KRKO Radio Sports Marysville Toyota Player of the Game. We'll talk to him on the field. He'll be presented with a sweatshirt from Screen Printing Northwest. Let's take a look at the schedule. One game was scheduled for last night. It was Linwood and Mount Sy. That game was canceled and did not get played and doesn't look like it will be made up as well. So elsewhere tonight, Garfield is playing at Lake Stevens. You recall a year ago, Garfield was one of the two teams that beat Lake Stevens. The other was West Lynn. We'll see West Lynn and Lake Stevens in week number four up at Lake Stevens. So that should be interesting. The defending 6A champion from Oregon, the defending 4A champion from Washington, will be playing here in week number four. So Garfield at Lake Stevens tonight. Kamiak is at Arlington. Central Kitsap playing at Mariner this evening. The um, 8 o'clock game at Everett Memorial Stadium is Mount Lake Terrace at Jackson. The 5 o'clock game at Edmonds District Stadium is Marysville Pilchuck and Edmonds Woodway. Cascade is at Marysville Getchell tonight. Lakewood at Stanwood. Monroe is playing at Roosevelt down in Seattle. Lakeside is at Shorewood this evening. Shortcrest, Meadowdale, that's the 8 o'clock game at Edmonds District Stadium. The 5 o'clock game, I'm going back and forth, but that's okay. 5 o'clock game at Everett Memorial, Issaquah and Everett. Archbishop Murphy playing tonight at Lake Washington. Stadium home against Cedar Crest. Cedar Woolley against Mount Vernon. Ferndale at Linden. Anacortes at Oak Harbor. Burlington Edison at Tumwater this evening. Granite Falls is at Meridian. 
Uh, South Whidbey at Friday Harbor. Evergreen to Seattle at Sultan. Darrington is at Winlock in the one game tomorrow. It's Cedar Park Christian to Bothell playing at Cascade Christian. So lots of games here in week number one. Let's get a pinpoint double Doppler weather forecast from Caracol's chief meteorologist, Tornado Ted Beener, for this opening night of high school football in western Washington and the Labor Day weekend. Tonight will be a fine evening for the start of the high school football season with clear skies and a nearly full supermoon rising in the eastern sky. Kickoff temperatures will be in the lower 70s and cool down into the lower 60s by the final whistle. Have a light jacket or sweatshirt handy. Light northwest winds should not be a factor in the game. For your Labor Day weekend, tomorrow will be the warmest day with plenty of sunshine and highs ranging from the 70s near Puget Sound to the mid-80s in the Cascade foothills. Then cooler air from the Pacific Ocean will involve the rest of the holiday weekend with clouds and sunbreaks along with an isolated shower. Highs will drop into the mid-60s to lower 70s both Sunday and Monday. I'm North Sound meteorologist Ted Beener. The pregame show resumes after this short break. Looking for a better automotive service experience? At Chevrolet of Everett, we take service seriously. With same-day or next-day appointments, our service lanes are open and ready when you are. We offer $1 over cost on tires, and we service all makes and model vehicles. Discover a better service experience at Chevrolet of Everett, or schedule your service online at ChevroletOfEverett.com. That's ChevroletOfEverett.com. Chevrolet of Everett, a better experience. Part of the Harnish Auto family. There's more to discover at Odyssey 2, now open in their new location on Evergreen Way in Claremont. More room means more stuff, more jewelry, more bullion, more coins, American, Canadian, European, and the rest of the world. And more military surplus, modern and vintage at Odyssey 2. Conveniently located between Harbor Freight and Grocery Outlet in Everett. There's so much to shop at Odyssey 2. New location now open. More coins, costumes, vintage items, more jewelry, and more military surplus. Odyssey 2 on Facebook or on Evergreen Way at 52nd Street. This is Dave Schlosser. My dad, Dick, founded Electronic Business Machines 42 years ago. IBM was servicing the typewriters and we came in and said we could do it more competitively and we started with the Everett School District on one school and we ended up doing all of the school districts in the area. That's when I had my son start working for me when they were 12 years old going out and cleaning typewriters. We strive to treat each of our customers just like family. My name is Jay Coe. I am the CEO of IM Media. We are a local content marketing company based in in Mill Creek. Working with the local company was a big focus for us. I really wanted to hone in on the Mill Creek and surrounding neighborhoods. So the fact that they're pretty close, that was awesome. And it took that saying of mom and pop shop to another level because it really felt like a brother and a sister and an uncle and the aunt because I was just like, we need this, but can you somehow do it today? And literally they were, they just showed up the next day. We can help you be more productive. Check us out. Electronic Vision Business Machines, ebmcode.com. We'll talk websites and podcasts. We invite everybody to listen to our Prep Sports Weekly Show every Monday night, 7 o'clock, live on Caracol Radio, AM 1380 and FM 95.3. We'll get underway on the 11th of September with our first Prep Sports Weekly Show. You can also listen to the show, and this game will be available in its entirety on krko.com. Reminder, if you're looking for baseball on this Friday night, the Everett Aqua Sox and the Spokane Indians are playing tonight at Avista Stadium in Spokane. The pregame show is underway. Steve Willits is on the call just up the dial on Classic Country KXA 1520 AM and FM 101.1. Tomorrow night's game at Spokane will be heard right back here on KRK. It'll be a doubleheader tomorrow for last night's rainout, and that will start at 4.15 with a pregame show, 4.30 for the 
first pitch again from Spokane. We're going to have a special ceremonial toss of the coin for tonight's game. Kurt Marsh and Chris, uh, two leaders from the uh, Snohomish High School 1976 class that won the state championship back in 76 down at the um, Seattle Memorial Stadium, in fact. Chris, uh, All-American, All-State running back his senior season here at Snohomish High School, played collegiately at Washington State and PLU. Kurt Marsh, of course, selected the Parade All-American team, went on to star at the University of Washington, selected in the first round of the 1981 NFL draft by the Oakland Raiders, became their starting offensive guard during their rookie season. So Kurt Marsh, Chris Sutt, Snohomish High School class of 1977, will be tossing the ceremonial coin to start this game. And uh, Coach Joel Vincent, when you bring bring back the uh, stars from yesteryear, it's always special. It is, it is. And, uh, you know, these are the guys that, uh, especially for Snohomish and all the football tradition with Coach Armstrong, um, those were those foundational guys. Those were the guys that the community knew about. They were the stars of their day. And they were the kid, They were the guys that all the kids in town grew up and wanted to be, right? And that's, that's kind of what uh, this uh, small town football is all about. Well, and we see it, and we talk about it almost a couple times a year when we go to Lake Stevens now. Mm-hmm. You see the kids in their purple jerseys or junior football stuff sitting in the stands watching. These kids playing now watch Jacob Eason when they were in elementary school. Correct, correct. And now they're being... The guys that are playing now, they're being watched. And yep. you know what? In three, four, five years, that kid that's playing youth football, they're going to be the next Cole Matson, or they're going to be, you know, the next guy. So they're bringing Kurt and Chris out to the center of the field. And now stay tuned for the opening night of high school football, the quest for the Dick Armstrong Cup. The Glacier Big Grizzlies meet the Snohomish Panthers. Tonight's opening kickoff. Game action coming up next on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3, Everett's Greatest Hits, Sports and More. Fantasy commissioners, gather round. This year, you can host an awesome fantasy draft party at Dave & Buster's at the Allwood Mall in Linwood and take your draft day festivities to a whole other level. For just $24.99 per person, you'll get all-you-can-eat wings, a reserve space draft room, and redeemable rewards for everyone in your league. Don't hesitate, Kamish. Ask about hosting your draft party at D&B Dave & Buster's and watch all the games on their 40-foot wow wall. Dave & Buster's at the Allwood Mall in Linwood and online at DaveAndBusters.com. For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of Westco High School Sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, Go to glassbyland.com. Have you been hurt in an auto accident and had trouble getting a fair settlement from the insurance company? Call us, attorneys Russell and Hill. We'll fight for your rights. We know how to play the insurance company game. We'll get things moving quickly and get you the settlement you deserve. Don't let the insurance company lowball you and delay your claim. Injured in a wreck and denied your check? You know what to do. Call Russell and Hill at 1-800-LAW-0842. That's 1-800-LAW-0842. This is Steve Amon, president of Pacific Power Batteries. We know that customers like to buy from nice people, people who we generally like and trust. We don't consciously buy from a corporation, a jingle, or a logo. But it's the little things, like knowing about batteries, how they work, and why they don't work. Maybe it's just a smile from Noe or Brandon or Jennifer or even Travis. At Pacific Power Batteries, we do our best to hire and train good people so you can trust them. So come on in and put us to the test. 
Wing is a sports exclusive of KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. This is KRKO Everett. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure that they remember forever the night they played the Titans. For more than a half a century, KRKO Radio has brought you the best of Snohomish County High School football. The tradition continues. First down, 31 yards to go for Arlington. Shotgun snap, no back. He'll throw it, it's going to be complete. It gets up to the back. Kate Younger, 30, 25, 20. We'll take it all back. It's fine, says Kate Younger. Touchdown, Arlington. Shotgun snapper for Goso. Throws it left hand side. 20, 25, 30. Running with the field He's at gone. the 40. At the 50. That's late at the 40. At the 30. Up the left hand side. 81 yards. Touchdown, Monroe. For the shotgun snap on the third and two. Take it away from the first man. I was just going to say, Everett doesn't have a free Gardoski. Gardoski heads at the 30. At the 20. Gardoski in the end zone. Touchdown. Stepping up the puck is Matthew Throws it has the bar to 10. Runs over a guy to 5. Here you give the end zone. Touchdown, Lake Stevens. There was one guy at the 5, and he was absolutely depleted. We are the station of record and the home of legends. Over the air at 1380 AM and FM 95.3. Streaming live at krko.com and available anywhere on the KRKO app. Novak drops back to pass, locks one into the corner of the end zone. Sukalis goes up and gets it. Touchdown, Arlington, to Michael Sukalis. Hand off Carson inside, and he'll run. 40, he's at the 50, he's at the 40. See you later. Preservation for six, 10, five. Touchdown, Marysville Pilchuk. He's back. There you go, the final snap, and that is it. And after five tries, the Lake Stevens Vikings are the Class 4A state football champions. This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. Friday nights have been lit. The teams are ready. Your humble broadcasters are fired up. It's the Snohomish Panthers and the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. We come to you live from Veterans Memorial Stadium on the campus of Snohomish High School. The matchup for the Dick Armstrong Cup with Class 4A Glacier Peak and Class 3A Snohomish High School football action on KRKO 1380 AM and FM 95.3. Streaming live on KRKO.com. Brought to you by Screen Printing Northwest, Law Office of Russell and Hill, Buzz-In Steakhouse, Smoky Point Concrete, 
Marysville Toyota, glass by Lund, Damon Busters, and by the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store. Welcome back. Settle in. Get set for what we think is going to be pretty good high school football game. For that matter, great high school football season here in 2023 season. And we're all here to bring it to you. Tom Lafferty alongside former Jackson High School coach Joel Vincent. Amp Harrell is on the sidelines as Steve Willits has ever Aquasox duty baseball in Spokane tonight. If you want to hear the Aquasox game, that's up the dial at Classic Country 1520 AM and FM 101.1. Classic Country KXA baseball tonight back on Carrick Hill tomorrow night. And then Alex Glossius is in for Buddy Patrick, who's at the Labor Dave Matthews concert over at the Gorge and the Run Doctor. Brandon Hamilton keeping us on the air at the Carrickville Studios in downtown Everett. Our spotter is Jay Pulliam, and we are set to go here. High school football action. And, Coach, all the uh, preseason practices and the weight rooms during the summer and hitting each other and sweating it out, now it's time to to strap it up and let's play some football yeah the long arduous wait is over and it does become a grind for the players and the coaches and uh they're going to be super excited that that's done and in the books and now we are into uh game week number one glacier peak won the toss and they elected to defer snohomish elected to we'll take the football so they will take it and they will be moving from right to left here. Both teams getting their final instructions around their coaches on the near sideline. The Snohomish Panthers all in red with the white helmets, and we've got the color rush tonight as Glacier Peak on the far sideline all in blue with the blue helmets with the silver trim. So blue, in fact, one of the signs over there says red, white, and blue game here at Veterans Memorial Stadium, the Dick Armstrong Cup, the... uh, statue of coach armstrong overlooking the field over to our right above about the 10 yard line or so pretty good vantage point for this game yeah the shadows are about 20 yards long now it's the sun just starting to set off to our left as tornado ted beaner said a beautiful night and he said we'll have a uh, full moon off to our right to the east here as we get set to go and we're gonna have the kickoff coming up here it's gonna be aiden larson will put his foot to it for Glacier Peak, and we will be underway. Here is the 2023 season underway, high end over end, taking it about the 8-yard line. Step on the 10, 15, got to the 20, and then falls forward to the 25-yard line. So the return out to about the 25, where it'll be first down, 10 yards to go for the Snohomish Panthers. Be a tw- 16-yard return. They're going to put him at the 20. 20- 324 yard line where it'll be first and 10 for Snohomish from their own 24. Again, moving from right to left here. Single setback behind. David Hammer is the quarterback. He tells the wide receiver to change his mind and go back the other way. He's standing in the shotgun snap, waiting for it to come. Here it is. Drops back to pass. They'll throw on first down. Dumps it down over the middle. It's going to be incomplete, I believe. Silas Green was the intended receiver. He looked like he trapped it. In fact, now the officials are coming and saying, yeah, that's an incomplete pass. The Glacier Peak guys were signaling incomplete first. So incomplete pass brings up now second down. They're going to put him right back to the line of scrimmage. So second and 10 after the incomplete pass. David Hammer, play action pass, throws it right side, too long. Silas Green, again, was the intended receiver. Too long, couldn't make the catch. Take a look at the uh, offensive starters for Snohomish across the front line. 
Nolan Powers, Seth Abood, Jason Marshall, Jonathan Farlow, and Joseph Chapman. The receivers are Parker Jackson, Silas Green, Lucas Bosa, Mason Surdy, and Brody Strant. And the quarterback is David Hammer wearing number seven. Third down and 10 yards to go after two incomplete passes. Again, they'll throw on this, and they'll throw the screen pass, the bubble screen over the middle. It's going to be complete and out to about the 30-yard. Parker Jackson makes the catch, and for about a six-yard gain, and that'll put him out to the 30, but he's going to come short of first down yardage. All safe passes in that first uh, uh, series there by Sohomish, all short, kind of uh, controlled passing game stuff, hoping to uh, get their young quarterback out of the gate. So it'll be fourth down and about four yards to go, and that means that Snohomish will have to punt the football. Waiting for the snap here on fourth down. The line of scrimmage is a 30. The punter is standing at about the 17-yard line. Gabriel Cortez is back to kick it with the left foot. Soccer style, puts his foot to it, bounces it about the 45. They'll just let it roll down to the 35 and gets all the way down to the 32-yard line. And that is where the Glacier Peak Grizzlies will put it in play first and 10, their first possession of 2023. The official telling one of the Snohomish Panthers who had his shirt all rolled up, said, pull that shirt down. Yeah, that doesn't work here. <laughs> yeah, we got to see your number, son. And he says, okay. Then he started unrolling his shirt. Uh, I'm sure he said, you can roll it down. Or you can go stand over there. <laughs> See, that happen too. First and 10 at the 32-yard line for Glacier Peak. Their opening possession of 2023. Lucas Entler is the quarterback, and they will give it. Nguyen will carry it. Went around the left-hand side. He's going to get one, maybe two, and then gets leveled after a two. Give him a one-yard gain. Ouch, he got hurt, and that is the... Irv Wind is the wide receiver, kind of took it on a little around action. We give you the offensive starters for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Tackle to tackle, Jake Reed, Jackson Murphy, Kyle Martin, Cade Willison, Connor Aney. The tight end, Caden Skeebel. The wide receivers, Ben Williams, Irv Wynn, Dylan Healy, Crispin Bunch is the running back. Lucas Entler is the quarterback. In the shotgun, they'll give it to Bonch. He'll head to the right-hand side, looks for some room, turns the corner. Flag comes in, and he's out to 40, out to the 45-yard line. Got first down yardage. It'd be a 13-yard game, but I think that's coming back. And this is the something that, Coach, we are going to see it for the first time. That's the umpire, but he's standing in the offensive backfield. Correct, and that's a little bit of a change in their mechanics. Um, uh, done in large part to keep the umpires safe. Yeah. Um, that is a that that is a, a job not for the uh, weak or the weak will to be an umpire in their old lineup. So the uh, that is who threw it. The umpire there, and it's going to be from the point of the infraction. It's going to back them up ten yards. And for the listening audience, and those who will go to a game uh, later this year, maybe. Um, the referee will be back there with him. He'll wear the white hat, and then the umpire will be in the black hat. Still, They still have their same duties. It's just they're kind of out of the way from that congestion over the middle. Yeah, about where a lot the of people going to their first game would go probably notice, why is there two guys back there now? Yep. So after the penalty, it'll be second down and 20 yards to go. They're going to run it around the left-hand side. If that's going to be Isaiah Cuellar. You may know that name, Coach late of the Mariner Marauders. Yes. Isaiah Quire comes across town. Yep, yep. He's a transfer and uh, in the lineup here in the first game, so he must have uh, impressed some folks around here. 
So gain of about five yards, put him out to about the 29-yard line. This is the opening possession of the opening night of high school football here in 2023. 9.22 to play in the opening quarter. We're scoreless, Snohomish and Glacier Peak. Third down, 13 yards to go from the 29-yard line for the Grizzlies. Quarterback Lucas Entler giving some signals out to his wide receiver out to the left. Getting the plays signaled in from the far side. Taking a long time here. Inside five on the play clock. Finally, here's the snap. Drops back to pass. Entler now zigzags left, zigzags right. Gets out of the clutches. One man throws to Botch, who's a safety valve. Makes a catch to the 30 and out to about the 35-yard line. But that's not nearly enough. He's going to get about six or seven out of bounds though at the 36, but not enough. That's going to bring up fourth and about six yards to go. So the Grizzlies will have to punt the football. Yeah, Bonch was open early. Entler was uh, running around, had his eyes down, didn't see him. But that, that play might have gone a lot bigger if you would have seen Bonch earlier. So punting time here. Both teams will exchange punts. Jared Kaczynski will be the punter here for the Grizzlies. Grizzlies all in blue. Snohomish all in red with the white helmets. Bounce it. Play the carom off the turf. The Good kick is away, high and kind of wobbly, kind of spiraled it up there. It's going to bounce and then finally be brought dead at about the 37-yard line where Snohomish will put it in play. First and 10, their second possession of the game with 8.39 to go in a scoreless first quarter opening night of high school football here on KRK Hill, Everett's Greatest Hits. Tom Lafferty along with Jay Pulliam, our spotter. Alex Clausius is our statistician tonight in for Buddy Patrick, who's over at Dave Matthews of the Gorge, traditionally. Amp Harrell on the sidelines in for Steve Willits, who's got his traditional <laughs> week, six days over in uh, Spokane. And Coach Joel Vincent. We're watching this game. Scoreless. Here we go. Second possession of for the Snohomish Panthers at the 38-yard line. Now David Hammer turns, talks to his running back behind him. And then takes a snap, and he'll hand it to Strant, and he will get across the 40, out to the 43-yard line. Maybe about five on that one. I think he turned around and said, Brody, I'm giving it to you. Probably just confirming which way you were going. Remember, come over on this side. But, yeah, that's the first run play for Snohomish, and a pretty successful run play. Anytime you can get five yards on first down with a run, that's a good play. Second down, five yards to go. Same formation, double wideouts to the right. Strant is behind. Will they run it again? They will. They'll give it to Strant. He kind of not quite as successful in this one. No gain in this one. Puts him right back to the line of scrimmage. Defensively for Glacier Peak, the nose tackle is Connor Aney. As we mentioned, he's the defending 285-pound wrestling champion. Defensive ends are Jake McManus and Tony Cherez. The linebackers, Noah Andal, John Allison, Caden Skibble, and Brad Perman. And the defensive backs, Isaiah Cuellar, Dylan Healy, Isaiah Olson, Chrisman Bonshi. They'll throw it on third and five. Ball went out of bounds, and then they're going to say incomplete, or they're going to say it was complete, and he had it long enough. Looks like incomplete. Well, they're going to mark it. Looks like they're going to mark it. Okay, yeah, never mind. (laughs) And uh, they're signaling first down. Yeah, so, okay, it's going to be a 10-yard game. Amp, you had a good I thought he – I wasn't sure how long he had. He was kind of shielded by the players in front of me. Yeah, he, he caught it, but it was knocked out immediately, and initially I thought the signal was no catch. So it will be first down, 10 yards to go for Snohomish. First first down of the game, and this time it's going to be 
Strand on the carry. Not much running room will give him about a one-yard gain, but they're into the uh, Glacier Peak territory down to the 45-yard line. It will be second and nine coming up. Scoreless first quarter, 7-16 to play in the quarter. Left scores all night coming in from Brandon Hamilton in downtown Everett. Second down, nine yards to go, 45-yard line, back to pass. Throws it to Strand. It's going to be complete out in the flat at the 45, then stumbles forward to about the 40-yard line. Gain of about five yards on the play. It's going to come up short, though. It's going to bring up fourth and about four, a long three. Oh, is it third down now? Okay. He flipped, the, he flipped the switch on the uh, down marker early. So third down. I was going to say he was going to go for it. I think they're in four down territory anyway. I like this controlled passing game Sohomish is showing here. Third down, four yards to go, back to pass. Pumps once, throws, complete, over to the left-hand flat. Bosa makes the catch. He goes for 11 yards down inside the 30-yard line where it will be first and 10. Snohomish with a couple of first downs on this possession. Put him down to the 29. Yeah, they're allowing Hammer to get that ball out quick. He's not really facing any pressure with that uh, uh, quick passing game, and the receivers are open. They're just taking what they give him. I was going to say, he's got pretty good protection. Yeah. So here comes first and 10 from the 29-yard line. This time they'll give it to Strand. He'll elude one man at the 25 and then Brett down get hard at the 24 yard line he bounces back up and says bring it on boys that's to be a five yard game you know if you get five yards of play you'll take that every day all the way through sunday isn't that right well i know my math's not very good but every two plays you get a first down so that works yeah at the 24 yard line second down five yards to go for snohomish ball the left hand hash bar Lone setback is Strand behind the quarterback, David Hammer. He takes the shotgun snap, throws it to the flat right side. The screen pass is going to be complete to, it's going to be Adam Adam Loam in on the tackle. Green, Green made the catch. So no gain of the play. Silas Green is wearing number eight. Brody Strand is wearing number nine. David Hammer is wearing number seven. Parker Jackson's is number six. They just You're next. Here's your uniform. 5.15 to play, scoreless first quarter. Snohomish getting close to the red zone. Back to pass on third down. Throws it over the middle. It's going to be almost intercepted. Incomplete pass. Adam Loam almost had the INT right there, Coach. Yeah, he almost did. And that was the first time Lake Stevens went into what I would call a five-step drop uh, depths on their routes. Uh, took a little bit longer. Or, no, Snohomish. Yeah, that was not in the quick game there. So, sorry. It's week one. I'll get there. <laughs> So it'll be, those guys in red. Those guys in red are from Snohomish. They're facing a fourth down now at the 24-yard line. Tenth play of this drive. On fourth down, going for it here. Back to pass. He throws it. It's going to be complete at the 10 for a first down. Bosa makes the catch. He makes the catch inside the 10, down to about the 8-yard line, where it'll be first down, goal to go. 16-yard gain on that one. First and goal to go for Snohomish. Boy, in the red zone, here we go. The Panthers inside five minutes to play in the opening quarter looking for the first score of the game, first score of the year. If you're Coach Hammer, you've got to like the pass protection you're seeing so far. And it is Hammer taking the shotgun snap here. Fakes. Oh, yeah, he does give it to Strant on the handoff. Strant fighting for yardage down just shy. Late flag. Late flag after he had gone by. I think we're going to have a hold here. Because he went by, and then the flag came in. Yep, it's going to be a hold against Snohomish. Our referee is Tom Friel. The umpire, Scott Yanagita. 
the linesman Mark Guffey, line judge Mike Dolly, and the back judge Ken Mays. Washington State Official Association Hall of Famer Tom Friel refereeing this game. And he's signaling over, what do you want? And over to the coaching staff on the far side. Well, I can't imagine they would say they would decline it. Do you want to now, give Now they've got to figure out where they're going to march it from. So that, that hold occurred right about the seven-yard line. Yeah, so they're going to back them up 10 from there. That's going to put them out to the 17-yard line. So a holding infraction against Nahomish makes it a little tougher now. First and goal from the 17. It's going to, yeah. From the 17-yard line now, we're at 4.36 to go in the opening quarter. Officially at the 18-yard line, it's a first down, goal to go for Snohomish from the 18. As David Hammer waits for the shotgun snap, drops back. Actually, one-step drop, throws it to Green, makes the catch, heads up field at the 15 down to the 14-yard line. So got a little bit back from what they needed. Put him down to the 14, so a four-yard gain there. Boy, he doesn't take any drop back either, does he? He just no, takes the snap and it's stands real, there. It's a real, genuine, quick game. He's just going to uh, catch that and throw. So there'll be, there'll be throws he makes there that he doesn't even look for laces. Second down and goal to go at the 14-yard line. Shotgun snap. He No, he throws it. It's going to be incomplete. Almost is not intercepted. It was, it wasn't, then it was, and then it wasn't again. Yeah, Isaiah Cuellar almost had that. It uh, caromed off two or three guys, and he had one last shot at it before it hit the ground and just couldn't quite pull it in. Probably not the pass you want to throw into traffic like that. Well, but, you know, it hit a guy with a red shirt on first. Yeah, well. <laughs> so Bosa was the intended receiver there. Good coverage by Glacier Peak. Third down, gold to go at the 14-yard line. Clock is stopped after incomplete pass. So third and gold to go from the 14-yard line. Shotgun snap, back to pass. Has a little time, throws the screen. It's going to be knocked away and then intercepted. We go back the other oh way. Boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. boy at the 40, at the 45, at the 50, 45, at the 40, and all the way down. Jake Reed, we're getting a number change. 47-yard return. So... Amp, I think you have the name. Give it to us. Yeah, that's Jake Reed. That's the left tackle. That's the big boy. He's listed as 76. He is 79, and he just happened to have his hands up, and the ball was deflected to him. That was a pick that was a gift, you guys. And he's, what, 285, I believe? That's hard to take down in space. (laughs) In space or underground or in the water? There's a backstory to the jersey change, too. I overheard a conversation. When they went through the line, the number they handed him, he took. They didn't know until game time that wasn't going to fit him. <laughs> oh. So they had to do a, a late change. I, uh, Coach Keck was telling Coach Hammer about it before the game. Okay, there is also a 76 out there, so they must have changed uniforms. And then here comes 79 onto the field. Yeah, well, he forgot that he still got to block people. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, <laughs> you don't get the rest of the night off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work for this. It's a 38-yard line. Back to pass is Entler being chased, throwing to the right, looking to the right. Still hasn't thrown the ball. Now he's going to dump it into the Snohomish bench. Incomplete pass. He had somebody there, so no no grounding there. But good defensive pressure by Snohomish. And just, Coach, nobody opened downfield. Yeah, and Ty Tuatolo from Snohomish was uh, chasing Entler around there. 
And uh, I think the Glacier Peak receivers got to do a little bit better job in their scramble drill once that play breaks down and getting into Antler's view. Which is last year when we'd watch Glacier Peak, they were good at. Yes, they were. Those, those older guys. Yes, they were. Yeah. I'm not open now, but I will be. Because Riverling could run around. Right. Those, those guys knew how to get into his vision. Second down, 10 yards to go after the incomplete pass from the 38-yard line. Scoreless first quarter. Snohomish threatened and couldn't put it in. And threw the interception, and now here's the bubble screen. That is Williams on the catch at the 20, all the way down inside the 20 to the 15-yard line. Williams makes the catch off the pass from Entler. Ben Williams, a 23-yard gain and a first down coming up as now Glacier Peak goes into the red zone. And it'll be now first and 10 at the 17-yard line for GP. Snohomish the home team tonight. Glacier Peak the visitor, even though they both call this place Veterans Memorial Stadium home. So from the 17-yard line, it's first and 10, Glacier Peak. Lucas Entler, the 5'9", 175-pound junior quarterback. Shotgun snap. Bonch gets it right straight up the gut. Gets to the 15, cuts back, still cutting across the field of the 10. Looks to the pylon and finds the pylon. 17 yards, and that is a touchdown for Glacier Peak. Yeah, I saw one official finally do it. Crisman Bonch. Bonch with the 17-yard run and the Glacier Peak score. What an electric run, but I'll tell you what, he doesn't score there if Adam Loom doesn't get that big downfield block for him right before the pylon. That was a great downfield block, but what what an electric run that was. So they said he's one to watch, and he is one to watch. We saw flashes of that last year. Yeah. Jared Kaczynski will be in to kick the football out of the hold of Irv Gwynn for the Glacier Peak extra point. Waiting for the snap. And here it comes. Eventually, yes. The kick is up, and it is good. So with three minutes and 13 seconds to play in the opening quarter, our score, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies, seven. The Snohomish Panthers, nothing. Back with more from Snohomish after this timeout. Come see the shed of your dreams at the Evergreen State Fair. Monroe Shed Depot will have sheds of all shapes and sizes all over the fairgrounds, so you can see and touch the different styles for yourself. A diagram or a picture is one thing, but now you can walk in and around an MSD shed and see for yourself. You can't move your work desk or your tractor into the shed, but you can always bring a tape measure. See what your dream shed looks like in person at the Evergreen State Fair, August 24th through September 4th, or reach out directly at monroesheddepot.com. Three minutes, 13 seconds of play. Opening quarter here at Snohomish where the Glacier Peak Grizzlies on their second possession off of an interception. Take it the length of the field and get a touchdown. They lose 7-0. A couple of early scores up at Lake Stevens High School. They're taking on the uh, Garfield Bulldogs tonight. Lake Stevens with an early 6-0 lead in the first quarter. Arlington, Eagles at home tonight against Kamiak. They lead 7-0 in the first quarter as well. We'll keep the scores coming to you all evening long and waiting for the kick, and then we'll take a look at that scoring. Here's Larson kicking high, end over end. It's going to be taken on the fly all the way back to the one-yard line. Step on the return at the 10. Step hit hard out to the 13-yard line. That's where Snohomish will put it into play. And we go to Alex Clausius who takes a look at that scoring recap. 
Glacier Peak went 38 yards in three plays, one on the ground, two through the air, took 25 seconds off the clock. It was capped off by a 17-yard touchdown run by Bonch. The Kaczynski PAT was good and with in the first corner with 3.13 left. GP 7, Snohomish 0. Scoring recap brought to you by the Buzz In Steakhouse. For looking for a great deal and a great meal, head to the Buzz In Steakhouse. Enjoy their signature breakfast Monday through Friday till 10.30 for just $4.99. Nine locations to serve you, including the corner of Broadway and Pacific in downtown Everett. Here is Strand, Brody Strand on the carry on first and 10. He's going to get about four. Put him out to about the 18-yard line. And if you're Coach Hammer here, you're going to learn a lot about your team right here. Uh, it's always interesting how a young team would uh, react to that interception and, and that turn of the tide in the game. So second and five after the five-yard gain. They will throw the football out here. Bosa makes the catch at the 20, hits forward at the 25, and out to the 29-yard line. That'll move the sticks as he gets a first down. Ten-yard gain on the pass play. First and ten for Snohomish. I tell you what, Chris, Chris Van Vonch is to be a guy to watch. We're going to watch him all season long. Yeah, and we saw flashes of that last year. And, you know, he was kind of overshadowed by some of those other guys. But um, I think uh, Coach Keck knew the entire offseason that he had a pretty special guy. David Hammer is the quarterback here. It's first and 10 at the 29-yard line for Snohomish. Drop the football, he'll just fall on it. Kind of a bad snap off the uh, shotgun snap. It's going to be a loss of five yards on that play. And that's the best thing you can do, right, Coach? fall on it don't try to pick it up and be a hero the best and safest thing to do yeah absolutely unless you can really be a hero so (laughs) loss of five second and 15 yards to go as he drops back to pass hammer throws it into traffic incomplete green was the intended receiver silas green he went up and he did not hear the footsteps michael darlingham hit him big time Michael Darling got on the there, hit. got there, timed it out, got there right when the ball got there. Oh, my back still hurts from that hit. Minute 45 to play, opening quarter. A seven nothing lead for the Grizzlies. Snohomish now facing a third and long. And down that Coach Hammer is probably not real happy about. Third down, 15 yards to go. Back to pass. Looks, swings it to the right side. Had two men there. Bosa went up. Had two guys kind of going for it. Yeah, that had to be some kind of mix-up. Uh, two, yeah. two receivers within arms of each of each other. Some, someone there didn't run a right route. Yeah, so Mason Surdy was there. He went up like he was going to catch it. Besides Green, I think, was just a little taller. Oh, no, Bosa was a little taller and got it. So gain of only about two, so it'll be fourth and 12 coming up here for the Snohomish Panthers. They'll have to punt the football away. Cortez to kick for Snohomish. Man in motion back through the formation. The snap is back. He kind of sidewinds it and gets rid of it. Kind of a short kick. He's going to bounce inside the 50, then on the other side of the 50, and then rolls to the 45-yard line. And that's where Glacier Peak will put it into play. Really great field position to start a drive here at the 45. First and 10 for the Grizzlies, who have a 7-0 lead. We saw before the game, Coach Rory Rosenbaugh, he's not coach anymore. Now he's athletic director. Rory Rosenbaugh was up here visiting in the booth before the game. But he'll always be called coach. He will that's, that's just the way it works. That's He's the new athletic director at Glacier Peak High School. Coach Zach Ward, longtime basketball coach at Stanwood, and a former, in your shoes, doing basketball, doing some basketball color with me, Zach Ward. He's the new athletic director here at Snohomish High School. 
as Mark Perry and Kevin Judkins both retired. Lots of changes in the Western Conference this year. We're still the same. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately. First and ten, back to pass. Entler looking, has a lot of time. Hums it in there. It's going to be incomplete. Lots of red shirts around. He was looking for the lone blue shirt guy. Isaiah Olson was there, couldn't make the catch. Brings up second and ten for the Grizzlies. Yeah, you can tell Entler's he's got he's got some pretty excited feet. You know, he's a young guy, first start. Um, if you're Coach Keck, you're hoping he's going to kind of settle in here as they move along. Second down, 10 yards to go at the 45-yard line. Clock stopped after the incomplete pass with 47 seconds to go in this opening quarter. A 7-0 lead for the Grizzlies, and they have the football. They'll run it to Bonch up the middle. Nothing there this time. It was just absolutely bottled off completely at the 45-yard line, so no gain to the play. Brings up third and 10 now for GP. They'll probably run one more play on a third and 10 here. We're inside 30 seconds to play in the opening quarter. Snohomish with a 7-0 deficit facing them from Glacier Peak. With a 7-0 lead, uh, we're not going to see another play. They're going to call them over the, yep. the sideline. But I would expect maybe we'd see some kind of safe underneath screen here. They're on their own half of the field. Something safe. you got the lead. Nothing, nothing too uh, dramatic. If they do it, it'll be in the second quarter. Our score after one, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies seven. The Snowmage Panthers nothing. Back with the second quarter coming up next right here on KRKO. This weekend is the perfect time to redecorate your home. During Erickson Furniture's holiday savings event, get our lowest prices on living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, and mattresses. All holiday sale priced for instant savings. Pay by cash, check, bank card, even with no interest financing for one full year. The quality furniture and mattress set you've always wanted is on sale now. During Erickson Furniture's holiday savings event at 2015 Broadway in Everett and online at ericksonfurniture.com. Round up big cash and prizes this September at Tulalip Resort Casino. Join us Mondays for the Cash Stampede, where one winner every half hour grabs up to 10 grand. Double up Wednesdays with double the free play. Earn up to $50 in bonus free play every week. Stop by Fridays for the happy hour hot seats. 10 winners every half hour pocket 100 bucks in free play. Find all the details online at TulalipCasino.com. Welcome back. We'll give you some corrections. Actually, we're going to go to Amp, who gave us the wrong stuff earlier. Amp, you can get to correct yourself. There you go. I, I I'm apologize. you right under the bus. I apologize. Uh, the guy who got the interception is uh, the big wrestling superstar, Amy. Uh, 76 is Reed. Hasn't gotten a pick yet, but the night is young, guys. Okay. Connor Amy. Yeah, he was the... Uh, the defending 285 he's he's running more than 285 now they lose a lot of weight for wrestling on third and 10 here's a long pass downfield incomplete and we're going to have a penalty flag down parker jackson will be the uh, guilty party here he kind of stood up coach and waved his hands like no 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 i didn't mean it well sorry yeah dylan healy there is the uh, intended receiver there and he kind of crossed him up and uh that's actually a pretty smart play by that safety because he was he was going to be beat right and remember, this is not the National Football League. We're going back to the line of scrimmage. Right. It's going to be a 15-yard penalty, not a spot foul. Right. Which would have put him way down at about the 20-yard line. So. Yeah. There's lots of DB coaches across the state that, that are going to coach that if you're beat, just tackle a guy and we'll line up and do it again. How about Coach um, Coach Jack, at Jackson for all those years? Did you? We, we might have coached that. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll take 14-yard penalty well, and not give up the touchdown. That's right. You hack a shot. But I would, I, I would shot, add right? in there, especially in film. Let's let's try not to get beat in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that. So first and ten from the 40-yard line for the blue-clad Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Bonch on the carry turns the corner. He's a quick turn. Turns on that signal and just darts through the through the hole. Gets a five-yard gain down to the 35-yard line. Crispin yeah. Bonch. Glacier Peak pulled the guard there around the center, and Bonch got right behind him and actually kind of ran up his backside. Uh, number 65, uh, Cade Willis. Um, I'm sure Bonch is going to say, hey, when you turn up in that hole, get going. <laughs> Get going. You can run fast. Go. Yeah, you're holding me up. Second down, five yards to go. 35-yard line for Glacier Peak. Leading at 7-0, just underway. Second quarter here at Snohomish. On second down play, Antler will take the shotgun snap, drops back. Fakes one way, should have thrown it, couldn't do it. Down he goes on the quarterback sack. Be a 10-yard sack. I think it's Bosa. It was Bosa. Wait, Wait a minute. Bosa, quarterback sack. Sounds familiar. Ever heard that before? So Bosa on the sack could be loss of five on the play. Five or ten, AC? Uh, Five. Ten. Okay. Second and five. Now it's going to be third and 15 back at the 45-yard line. (laughs) A couple of other uh, scoring updates we'll give you. Monroe leading Roosevelt 28-18. to That's a 5 o'clock game down in Seattle. Issaquah leading Everett at Everett Memorial Stadium, 21-0 in the fourth quarter. Third down, 15 yards to go. Motion man, they're going to give it to him. It's going to be Isaiah Quayer across the 40, 35, and all the way down to the 32-yard line. He's going to come up short of first down yardage. By less than a yard. By Yeah, he got 14. He needed 15. They're going to put him down at the 31-yard line. He's going to need, boy, just barely... And his helmet came off, so he's got to go off for a play. And, you know, the sticks are actually shy of the 30. Yeah, that's why I said it. it's a short yard. Yeah, Tom Friel goes over and looks at it, and he says, you know what, Not we're at fourth down. So fourth and less than a yard to go at the 31-yard line. Yeah, didn't need the index card on that one. He's just going to eyeball it, spitball it, and say it's going to be fourth and a yard to go. Glacier Peak will go for it, leading 7 nothing. And fairly deep in Snohomish territory. Antler with a shotgun snap. Who do you give it to? Christopher Bonch. He tests to the right side. He's not going to get it unless he escapes once, tries it. Oh, he may have gotten he it. He got there, I he think. He may have gotten it. He was stopped dead to rights with about a four-yard loss. He kept the legs turning, kind of twisted his body and headed upfield. Yeah, it looks like he got it. Oh, yeah. They dropped the football. And, Amp, you don't like the spot? I do not like the spot. I, I couldn't see where his knee was. He's on well, yeah. the exact opposite side of the field from me. But when he went down, the yard line was at his waist. Yeah. Well, that was a that was a designed inside run that he kind of bounced out to the outside. And, and he must have just thought there was just nothing there where the play was designed to go. And at that point, it was him against the Snohomish defense. Well, I guess it was a good enough spot because it put it right on the 30-yard line. Enough to signal for a first down. So just barely, and Glacier Peak gets the first down. First and 10 at the 30-yard line. 9.38 to go. Opening half of action. A 7-0 lead for the Grizzlies, and they're threatening here. Entler is the quarterback standing at the 35-yard line. Shotgun snap. This is Crocker will carry. 
across the 30, and he kind of dives down for about a two-yard gain. So Crocker, he's, he's not he's not a huge guy. Francis Crocker, 5'10", 185. Big enough, I guess. So after the gain of two, brings up second and eight at the 28-yard line. Fisher Peak staring to the far sideline, trying to get the play signaled in from the bevy of coaches over there. Second down and eight yards to go. Ball the right-hand hash mark at the 28-yard line. Crocker again, and down he will go. Nothing there. He's going to lose two yards. Back to the 30-yard line. He hit an absolute cement wall. Who was that cement wall, Coach? That was Dean Ward. <laughs> 62305. Yeah. He's on the side of one of those cement mixers going by you on the freeway. Just his signs. Of, yeah, you can't get through this. Yeah. 185 versus 305. Yeah. 305-1. So drop him for a two yard loss. Put him at the 30 yard line. It's third and 10 for Glacier Peak. Coming up at eight minutes to play in the first half. And the Grizzlies. With a 7-0 lead. Third and 10 from the 30-yard line. Shotgun snap rolling out to pass. Antler looking, looking back. Throws it with all his might to the corner. The end zone incomplete. Put it on him. It was right there. Irv Wynn was the intended receiver over his outstretched fingertips, and that was an incomplete pass. He well, he, put it, he just dropped it right in there. He threw he? a dime right there. Yeah. That's a pretty impressive throw to be rolling to your left as a right-handed yeah. quarterback and throw that on the run and, and just put it on him like that. That was a pretty good throw. This will be the 10th play of this drive. And with the field position where they're at now, 4th and 10, they're going to go. So 4th and 10 at the 30-yard line, leading 7 nothing. 10th play of the drive. Ball's just off the far hash mark at the right side. Lucas Entler, the 5'9", 175-pound junior quarterback, rolls back to pass, throws the screen, incomplete. Incomplete pass. Dylan Healy was intended receiver, went high in the air, tried to get it. He kind of, the quarterback, Entler, kind of spun around and kind of blindly threw it before he could actually, I think, locked on target, didn't he? Yeah. A little bit? Yeah, and, and a, a player for Sohomish, Ty Tuatolo, really affected the throw there. And I don't know if you know this, Tom, but Ty Tuatolo is six foot three, two 202, and he's a freshman. Wow. Yeah. We've said it. Yeah, he was the one that almost got the sack earlier. So we've said his name a couple of times tonight. Third down. No, excuse me. First and 10, Snohomish. It's going to be Panther football. They'll throw a little screen pass. Flag down. The pass was out and complete over the left hand side for about an eight yard game, but it's all coming back anyway. I think Silas Green, who made the catch. I'm not sure who did the hold. And Tom Friel's not going to tell us. He's just going to say it was a Snohomish Panther. That's a couple of times that they've had some holding penalties that have taken them out of pretty good field position. One was when they were facing a uh, first and goal. That's something as a coach you're always a little bit concerned about in this first game especially. Um, It's trying to limit and keep your penalties down. Uh, this first game, you tend to see a lot of them, and you're, you're hoping that uh, you can limit that. So, after the 10-yard penalty, puts it back at the just shy of the 20-yard line. 
So it'll bring up now first and 20 at the 20. Feel like Barbara Walters and Hugh Downs on a Friday night. 20-20. Back to pass. Low snap. Drops back. Throws over the middle. In Oh, it's going to be Bosa makes a catch for a 15-yard gain right over. The, oh, I tell you what. He threaded the needle exactly where it could go. And Yeah, I didn't know if that pass was intended for Ryan Stepp or it was intended for Bosa, but. So it was underthrown and thrown to Bosa. <laughs> Let's go to Alex. He's got some numbers. Lucas Bosa, five catches, 55 yards so far in the night, Tom. Second down, five yards to go for Snohomish. 6.46 to go in the opening quarter. Low snap, and he dropped it, and he's going to pick it up and carry it for maybe a half-yard loss, full-yard loss, in fact, back to the 34-yard line. So bad snap. It was low. That's Right at the time, you really don't want one of those. Yeah, it's the second time tonight for that. Yeah. So it'll be third and six at the 34-yard line. Here's a snap. Drops back. Throws. Has a man down the left-hand side. Can he make the catch? No. Incomplete pass downfield. Parker Jackson was the intended receiver. Mark Myers, the photographer-slash-basketball official, picks it up and throws it in. Back to Parker Jackson, who says, thank you very much. Another well-thrown ball, this time by Hammer. That's right. That, that thing was. was right there. So fourth down, and Snohomish will have to punt with 6-11 to play in the opening half. A 7-0 low-scoring game here on opening night of high school football for 2023. We're back with you next week. We'll be... Seeing the Stanwood Spartans, excited to see them. Stanwood Spartans and the Marysville Pilchuck Tomahawks next week up at Quill City Stadium. Then the Berry Bowl the week after that. Fourth down and six yards to go. The kick is away. Low, kind of a line driver. Cuellar will pick it up. Will he return it? He will. At the 30, 35, at the 40. Got by a couple of men out to the 45, all the way out to the 50-yard line. Isaiah Cuellar says, I have no fear. And he takes yeah, it that's, 19 yards. That's one where Coach Keck's probably going, no, no, no. Okay, go, go, go. <laughs> no, 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 and go, go really yeah, sound the same, right? Exactly, and he'll tell you all along he told he told him to go. Yeah, that was the way they drew it up. So out to the 49-yard line for Glacier Peak. It'll be first and 10. Just a couple of ticks under six minutes to play here in the first half. Great starting field position here for Glacier Peak. Got just under six minutes to play. I'm sure they, they, they're going to think they want to control the clock here a little bit, maybe score one uh, and not leave uh, Snohomish a lot of time left. So they will we'll go down to Amp after this play, this first play from scrimmage of this set of downs for Glacier Peak. First and 10 from the 49-yard line, double wideouts to the right, ball to the left-hand hash bar. Shotgun snap here as they will give it to the motion man around the right side, and Healy will carry it for no gain, put right back down at the line of scrimmage. Let's get out of the field to Amp. Well, something I expected was going to be a, a big factor with this being game one, week one. Nobody's cramping up yet. I don't want to jinx it, but uh, hydration, a big deal off to my left. The big boys on the offensive and defensive line for Snohomish, they're hitting the water every opportunity they get. How about you, Amp? Are you staying hydrated? Uh, not as hydrated as these uh, well-oiled machines, but uh, really impressed with what I'm seeing from Snohomish so far in this one. <laughs> so second down and 10 yards to go from the 49-yard line. Ball in the center of the field of the 49. 
coming up on five minutes of play in the first half. Lucas Entler, shotgun snap, Bocce to his right. Now he goes out in the pattern, looking to throw it. It's going to be over the middle. It's going to be caught, caught over the middle. And that was Ben Williams who made the catch. Be about a six-yard gain. Is that where we're going to give Seven-yard gain out to the 44-yard line and into Snohomish Panther territory. Brings up third and three coming up here for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Clock a little bit becoming maybe a little bit of a factor. 4.44 to play. Grizzlies with three timeouts. They're at the 44-yard line. On a third down play coming up here. Lucas Entler, Bonchi to his right. In line with him, and they'll give it to him. And then he'll turn the corner, head up field. Spun away. He likes to spin. He spins away from would-be tacklers, and he'll get a five-yard gain. And that's enough to move the chains and put it down to the 39-yard line. First and 10 for Glacier Peak. Yeah, I think with him, it's just a matter of time. You know, if I'm Coach Keck, I'm thinking I'm just going to get him as many touches as possible. And he's, he's going he's gonna to pop one. Yeah. So at the 39-yard line, well, the ball to snap will be about 4.08 or so to play, actually less than that in this first half from the 49-yard, 39-yard line. Entler, shotgun snap. Thought I heard a whistle. I heard a whistle. I heard a whistle, and then it was kind of a, I don't know if it was inadvertent. I think Glacier Peak called oh. timeout. Glacier Peak Somebody didn't like did. what, they didn't yeah, Glacier Peak calls a timeout. We will as well with 357 to go in the first half of action. It's Glacier Peak seven, Snohomish nothing. Back with more from Snohomish after this timeout. Kia of Everett, the home of simple, easy, fun car buying. Buying a new car should be fun and quick. We understand our customers' most valuable asset is their time. We have one of the largest new car inventories in the Northwest, and with our pricing made simple philosophy, we never lose deals over price. Whether you experience simple, easy fun in person or online at keyofeverett.com, you will see the smiles, feel the energy, discover the excitement, so you know you pick the right place. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. Couple of score updates from up north. Ferndale leading Linden 7-0 in the second quarter. And a quarter's in Oak Harbor. All tied up at seven in the second quarter. I, to me, Coach, the Anacorda story is the story. Three, oh, the four, three, four years ago, they were playing a non-committed, non-competitive schedule. Well, three, four, five years ago, they were sending their players that wanted to play to Mount Vernon because right. they didn't have enough people. Right. Yeah, and, and to do what they did last year, boy, that is like a turnaround, turnaround story. Wow. So first and 10 here for Glacier Peak at the Snohomish 29-39 yard line. 3.57 to play in the first half of action. Lucas Entler, the quarterback, stands with a shotgun. Puts a man in motion through the formation, fake it to him, stays back to pass, throws it, has a man down there, wide open, incomplete. Ben Williams was the intended receiver over his outstretched fingertips. Couldn't quite even touch the football. It went over his fingertips and incomplete. Stops the clock. Brings up now second and 10 at the 39-yard line. Yeah, they've run that jet sweep now probably four or five times, and they run a little play action off that with a post on the front side there, and Entler just kind of overthrew it. Maybe a little more air, a little more arch on that ball. Give that receiver uh, the opportunity to adjust. That's a touchdown. Final score from New York. The Mets beat the Mariners 2-1. 
Again, if you're looking for Aqua Sox baseball, just up the dial. Steve Willits is over at Avista Stadium on Classic Country KXA 1520 AM and FM 101.1. Second and 10. Crocker will get it around the right side. He'll get about a five, four-yard gain. Put him down to the 35-yard line. Bosa and Rutledge in on the tackle. So after about a game that puts them down to the 34 36 yard line okay so they're gonna give him three officially it's gonna bring up third and about seven yards to go here for Glacier Peak clock ticking with 319 to go Glacier Peak with a 7 nothing lead from the 36 yard line off the right hash mark Lucas Entler shotgun snap waiting for it and here it comes Steps back to pass, being pressured, throws the screens. Bonch makes a catch at the 35, heads upfield, spins away from man at the 30, down to the 24-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. Chrisman Bonch on the uh, catch and gets him down all the way down to the 27-yard line. Nine yards officially on the game there. Nine yards for Bonch on the uh, pass reception. So they'll set up the chains there at the 27-yard line. Down to 2.45 to play. Glacier Peak still with two timeouts. Ball the left hash mark now. And Entler puts a man in motion to the left side. Boy, they're strong, bunched left, and they will run left a bunch, and he will try to head up field. He does. we got to have a penalty come in as well. Bentley flag came in. Bonch got a maybe a yard or a half a yard after he went. The, the whole bunch of guys that were there got out of the way. And I'm not sure what we're going to get here. Kind of a weird place for a penalty there. Illegal block in the back against, ooh, Glacier Peak. Yeah, they go condensed into the tight uh, short side of the field there. They're on this near hash mark to us, and then they... They run that play into the short side of the field. There just wasn't a lot of room there for Bonch to operate. Well, they what it call, what it says now because there's a holding or obstruction. They they've changed a couple of the uh, of the mechanics here, and referee Tom Friel was trying to explain them to me earlier, and my eyes were rolling into the back of my head when I was a couple of different points of emphasis here. So they're going to decline it. Take the down. And they'll take the down, which was only a couple of yards. Or, Alex, what was it? Actually a loss. So they're going to put him down at the 28-yard line. So a loss of one. Yeah, I'm not con- Amp, I'm not completely convinced that was the right spot. Yeah, I, I agree, but I'm not going to say too much right now. No. <laughs> Second. Quayer had the ball before, but here we go. Second and 11 from the 29-yard line. A little bit of a bobble there, and down goes Quayer. Or, excuse me, down goes Entler. Logan Willis is in on the quarterback sack all the way back to the 39-yard line. That's going to be a 10-yard sack. They put it to the 38. So an 11-yard loss on the quarterback sack. Now we're down to two minutes to play. As the clock is moving, still two timeouts left. It will look like kind of a surefire. Let's take our time and just lollygag her way down the field. Now 
time is of the essence. We're inside two minutes to play. Yeah, I'm interested to see how aggressive Coach Keck gets here on this uh, third and and uh, well, long. Not, not two yet, are they? Yeah, with uh, you know a minute 40 to go. I'm, I'm curious to see how aggressive he gets here if he's going to play it safe. Third down and about 22 yards to go back at the 38-yard line. And now we're going to have, that's too much time. The back judge just threw the flag. That means the play clock expired. That either means they weren't all on the same page or they kind of were, um, they're not going to really worry about it and head into the locker room with a 7 nothing lead. Because you don't want to do something, Coach, that's going to give the homers the football. Or the momentum before the half. So. Right. Okay, let's go down to Amp. Well, uh, I, I don't know what's going through the minds of the Glacier Peak coaches and players, but Snohomish is in this game. We were talking before the game with Coach Hammer about, you know, believe we will win. And these players are bought in. They are dialed in for Snohomish. Best chance in years. So third and very long. Entler rolls to pass, gets a sideswipe by one man, hit by another man. Now heading back the other way, trying to get the angle and heading to the out-of-bounds marker at the 25-yard line. Not going to be enough for a first down, though. And we got a flag down in the secondary. And we have a flag way back in the secondary. That was nowhere near where Entler was running. Yeah, but we're going to get defensive holding on a defensive back back there. And so it's going to be against Snohomish here. Just had absolutely nothing to do with the play of the football yeah defensive holding there well when those plays break down and those receivers start breaking off their routes and trying to work their way back then that's you know you get a reach and a grab by a defensive back um on a guy who's changed direction on him it's 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 not that uncommon 18 yard scramble 18 on the uh, stat sheet he ran about 40 yards went one way and then turned back the other way and then headed upfield even longer and now coach Shane Keck is saying yeah move the ball we'll take it that's going to be a hold here the referee already signaled a holding foul now do they march that off from the spot yeah and if it's not enough for a first down you get to replay the down right so first down there you go because it's going to be a 10-yard walk-off, and the point of the infraction was at the 24. That's a, that's a big penalty. Huge. Huge. Yeah, third third, and nearly 30, and now it's going to be first and 10 at the 14-yard line in the red zone. Minute, that changes the thinking of the Glacier Peak Yeah, and it's minute 19. You've got two timeouts, so. Yeah. That, this changes everything, as they say. So here we go, first and 10 at the 14-yard line. And also no argument from the coaching staff on the near sideline. Bonch will carry down to the 10 on a first down play. Gets a four-yard gain down to the 10. Now, well, sure, sure, and then that's you right there. And it's literally right in front of me, guys. And uh, there's a lot of... uh, rivalry in this rivalry game as the officials take the time out but the tackler actually knew he was cramping up there so <laughs> the tackler was was holding onto his leg and flexing it for him no malice there and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna get some water and hopefully stretch things out here mustard packets couple mustard packets chase it with that water <laughs> pickle juice works too so they're, both teams are coming off to uh, their, their coaches on the sideline. Bonch is up now. 
And he'll be helped with the sideline. Yeah, that's just cramping. Coming up now will be the 10th play of this drive. The line of scrimmage is going to be the 10-yard line. It's going to be second and six with a minute five to go and two timeouts. Although right here, Glacier Peak is getting a free timeout. Yeah, and the clock should start on the on the uh, play ready for play. So now, now the officials are saying to Glacier Peak, let's go, get out here. Yeah, and they'll probably remind them as soon as we hit the whistle, the clock's going to roll. Yep. And so here they come out here. We'll go to a legal ID here in a moment. On second down, second and six at the 10-yard line. Glacier Peak's ready to go. Snohomish defense is ready to go. Here we go with a minute five to play in the first half. From the 10-yard line, Antler puts a man in motion. Bonch is on the sideline. And now we're going to have another whistle. The clock never started, so I think they're just going to reset and do it again. Right now, let's pause. For station identification, you're listening to Western Conference Football. Everett's greatest hits and a three-day weekend. Does it get any better? KRKO Everett. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Vincent and Amp Harrell down on the sideline. They're signaling up some time on the clock. Our spotters, Jay Pulliam. Alex Clausius is our statistician this evening on site. Brandon Hamilton, our producer, back at the station in downtown Everett. They're trying to roll the clock up to a minute five is what it was out coming out of the injury. And so... And they're trying to signal up here to the uh, clock as to how much time is left. Yeah, I was surprised that when they whistled it ready for play that, it, that the clock didn't go. So. 54 seconds. Okay, so we're putting a 54. <laughs> mandatory 10-second runoff? I don't think we have that yeah, in I, high school. <laughs> I don't know. So here we go. Second down. That last play didn't even count, so we're at 54 seconds to go. Glacier Peaks had all this time as an impromptu timeout. Now they'll roll the clock with second down and six yards to go from the 10-yard line. Entler, give it to Crocker. He'll try the middle, carrying some guys with him down to about the 7-yard line. Yeah, now I think you got to call a timeout if you're Glacier Peak. About a 2-yard gain. Now we're going to stop the clock. Yeah. And we're going to have a timeout called here by the Grizzlies. So they'll have one timeout remaining. We'll take our final timeout of this first half. A 7-0 lead. Glacier Peak over Snohomish. Back with the final 35 seconds after this. I know it's hard to believe how expensive food has become. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that your neighborhood grocer doesn't want you to know. It's the Buzz In All Day Breakfast. Choose any piping hot cast iron breakfast skillet, the corned beef, tsunami, or Philly cheesesteak. A great deal on a great meal, $14.99. There's 12 locations, so get in the car and head to the Buzz In Steakhouse, where you get a lot for a little, and use that money you saved to do other things. Coach, did you take the under or the over on this one? <laughs> you took the under. Co- if you don't know Coach Vincent, he's always cold. So he just put his, just put his uh, jacket on too, right? You got a little chill there? Well, you know, you guys always have these windows open up here. 
It's and I'm I'm kind of slight, so yeah. It, it's 75 degree. You're not slight. You're skinny. Yeah. Okay. I like slight. <laughs> so third down, third and six, at about the 10 yard line. Bonch is back out there. They have he's to the left of the quarterback Entler. 39 seconds to play. Glacier Peak used a timeout. I think they have one remaining. Back to pass Entler. Look, Bonch is there. Couldn't hold on to it. Nice play defensively for Snohomish. Andrew Siemens was right there and knocked the football away from Chris Van Bunch. What a well-designed play, though. They go condensed into that boundary. They run yep. all those receivers across the field and then leak Bonch out on a wheel. That was a pretty good play. It was in- unsuccessful, <laughs> be that as it may. So that will bring up fourth down. They can get a first down at about the four-yard line. It's fourth and five at the nine. 34 seconds to go. The The scoreboard still shows two timeouts left for Grizzlies, but that's wrong. Yeah, it should be one. Yeah. So it'll be fourth. I'm going to call it fourth and five at the nine. Needs to get to the four for the first down. Up to the line of scrimmage they come. Man in motion, back through the formation. The shotgun snap, throwing it to the right side. Incomplete. Incomplete pass. One of the uh, linemen for Glacier Peak is throwing up his hands like there should have been a uh, penalty flag there, but incomplete pass. Torgerson was the man that knocked the ball away. So it'll be the international side for knocking the ball away. So it'll be nine-yard line, first and ten for Snohomish. You'd think they would just take a knee. But what are you going to do? As David Hammer comes out, he stands in the shotgun. Yeah, he might as well throw it. Why not? So at the nine-yard line, first and ten for Snohomish. They will run the football and out for about a four-yard gain. That is Brody Strant on the carry, down to 16 seconds to go. They'll come up to the line of scrimmage. Will they play for one more play? Down to nine, down to eight, down to seven. Yet to snap the ball, down to five, down to four. Waiting for the snap, down to two, down to one. And here is the snap. Brody Strant again around the left-hand side, across the 25, out to about the 22-yard line. And that will bring us an eight-yard gain and bring us to the halftime. With our score, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 7 and the Snohomish Panthers nothing. Both teams will make their way to the locker room. Amp Harrell will make his way to head coach Joey Hammer. Actually, will he get Hammer or will he get Shane Keck? I think he'll get Keck. His TV has got uh, Joey Hammer. So if he can get Shane Keck before he goes in, the end of the first half. Coach, your thoughts on this first half? Kind of a different kind of a Glacier Peaks-Nahomish game. Well, it's, it? it's a different kind of game than what we're used to, but uh, I think it's what we're seeing here is we're seeing two young, uh, fairly inexperienced teams. Um, we've seen some bad snaps, stall drives. We've seen some penalties, stall drives or extend drives in, in, in particular cases. Um, I would expect that uh, both coaches are going to let their teams to know to settle down. You know, just get in and out, get in the locker room and take a deep breath and think about what you've done so far this uh uh, August getting ready for this, and you're better than this, and go out and play. So we're going to hear from the head coach here in just a moment. He's having, finally going to send the team into the locker room. As Snohomish went in first, they used the same entrance, and now let's go downstairs. Uh, coach Keck, uh, you're up 7 and nothing. What are your thoughts going into the locker room? 
I uh, just think we're uh, not really executing, making some big, you know, some uh, some plays that are there. We just got to go execute those plays. I thought defensively, obviously, shut them out in the first half. Feel pretty good about that. So, uh, overall, you know, we're, we're winning at halftime. So, hopefully, we can uh, keep that going. Any additional adjustments? Uh, hopefully a lot. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Back upstairs, guys. Okay, thanks very much, Amp Harrell, with Coach Shane Keck of the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Our score at the half, it's a Glacier Peak Grizzlies 7. The Snowmage Panthers, nothing coming up. We'll have a look at scores of other ball game. Take a look at the first half stats and all the scoring. Well, one score, but we'll have that coming up as well. Again, our score at halftime, it's a Glacier Peak Grizzlies 7 and the Snowmage Panthers, nothing. Halftime coming up right here on KRKL. Have you been hurt in an auto accident and had trouble getting a fair settlement from the insurance company? Call us, attorneys Russell and Hill. We'll fight for your rights. We know how to play the insurance company game. We'll get things moving quickly and get you the settlement you deserve. Don't let the insurance company lowball you and delay your claim. Injured in a wreck and denied your check? You know what to do. Call Russell and Hill at 1-800-LAW-0842. That's 1-800-LAW-0842. Come see the shed of your dreams at the Evergreen State Fair. Monroe Shed Depot will have sheds of all shapes and sizes all over the fairgrounds, so you can see and touch the different styles for yourself. A diagram or a picture is one thing, but now you can walk in and around an MSD shed and see for yourself. You can't move your work desk or your tractor into the shed, but you can always bring a tape measure. See what your dream shed looks like in person at the evergreen state fair august 24th through september 4th or reach out directly at monroeshedepot.com the first coastal opened its door 60 years ago we're celebrating with big savings and even bigger prizes coastal farm and ranch we're just what the country needs coastal is celebrating 60 years and we have you to thank for it Stop by today for everything your country needs, including some huge 60th anniversary prizes in the truck trail and travel sweepstakes. One lucky Coastal customer will win a 2023 Ford F-150 Super Crew truck. We're also giving away a Honda Rancher ATV, plus one shopper from each store will win a trip for two to Las Vegas for the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. No purchase necessary. See prize rules online. Stop by, scan the QR code, or enter online today at CoastalCountry.com. Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs. Locally in Mount Vernon, Monroe, and Marysville. We're at Snohomish High School Veterans Memorial Stadium where the Snohomish Panthers and the Glacier Peak Grizzlies meeting their annual time, the 12th overall meeting, and Glacier Peak has a 11-0 lead in the series, but right now a 7-0 lead for Glacier Peak over the Snohomish Panthers. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Vincent, Amp Harold down on the sidelines, our spotter Jay Pulliam, and Alex Fossey is in for Buddy Patrick this week. And well, not a lot of scoring, but here's time for the scoring and the stats. Yes, yeah, make sure you give me enough time over here, Tom, for the one scoring drive by the Glacier yeah. Peak Grizzlies. Yeah. It was three plays, 38 yards, led by a big man interception by Connor 80 for 48 yards. But Kristen Bonchi or Kristen Bonchi capped it off with a 17-yard touchdown uh, to make it 6 nothing. Kaczynski with the PAT for 7 nothing, and that was in the first quarter with 3.13 left. And to get into the stats, we'll start with the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Crispin Bonchi on the ground with six carries for 32 yards. Right behind him, Isaiah Cuellar with three carries for 21. And Francis Crocker filling in for a little bit for Bonchi with a four carries for a net of five yards. Passing the ball, Lucas Entler, 
four completions out of 11 attempts for 45 yards. And leading receiving is Ben Williams, two catches for 30 yards. And then Bonchi uh, through the air is for two catches for 15 yards. Uh, total yards through the first half of the great Glacier Peak Grizzlies, 83 yards. For the Snohomish Panthers, on the ground, Brody Strand, seven carries, 27 yards. And David Hammer with two carries for a net of negative six yards, two botched snaps. Passing the ball, David Hammer, we have 10 completions out of 17 attempts, one interception for 80 yards, leading the charge receiving-wise. Lucas Bosa, number 82, five catches, 55 yards. Skyler Green, three catches for 14. And Brody Strand uh, with one catch for five. Parker Jackson, can't forget about him, one catch for six yards. Uh, total yards for the first half of the Snohomish Panthers, 101. Tom, back to you. Thank you very much, AC. When we come back, we'll take a look at scores of other ball games. Reminder that today's game brought to you by the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. That's the Ace Hardware Store at Lake Stevens Marketplace. And a reminder, our player of the game is brought to you by Marysville Toyota. One person, one price, one hour. Experience the power of one at Marysville Toyota on Smoky Point Boulevard. Our score at the half. It's a Glacier Peak Grizzlies 7, the Somish Panthers nothing. Scores of other ballgames coming up next right here on KRKO. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-862-3409. 800-862-3409. 800-862-3409. That's 800-862-3409. Show them you care no matter the reason. Give the gift of originality from the Crafty Bees. Make their house a home with gorgeous homemade decor, signs, clocks, shelves, and candles. Nurture body and mind with lotions, CBD products, even baked goods at the Crafty Bees. Send a thoughtful card, give a book from a local author, make friends with a cuddly critter, or find the perfect coffee cup. Locally made products from small businesses right here in the Pacific Northwest on Ferdale in Edmonds, inside the Everett Mall, and online at craftybees.com. I chose Courtney at Country Financial because of her passion for her product. Karen Conway, owner of Woodway Influence Magazine, on why she chose Courtney and Country Financial for her business insurance. I found Courtney to have answers to every question I had. She never disappointed me. I would highly recommend Courtney Balza at Country Financial to any one of my clients, any one of my friends, any one of my family members. For business insurance, life, health, home, and auto, Google Courtney Balza at Country Financial in Linwood. Policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Welcome back. Halftime here at Snohomish High School Veterans Memorial Stadium where the Glacier Peak Grizzlies lead the Snohomish Panthers 7-0 in the battle for the Dick Armstrong Cup here. Let's take a look at scores of other ball games. Our out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Smoky Point Concrete. Smoky Point Concrete has been part of a strong foundation for more than four decades. Let's keep building teams and communities. Smoky Point Concrete 
Lakestevens.com. Lake Stevens leading Garfield 20-7 to at the half up at Lake Stevens High School. Recall, Garfield beat, Snohom- or beat Lake Stevens last year, on, and Lake Stevens on their way to the 4A state championship. But again, 20-7, to Lake leading Garfield. Arlington leading Kamiak 29 to nothing at Arlington High School. That is in the second quarter. Second quarter score, Cascade leading Marysville Getchell 7 to 6. First quarter score, Stanwood leading Lakewood 12 to nothing. A final earlier game down in Seattle, it was Monroe 34, Roosevelt 25. Again, that a final. Second quarter score, Archbishop Murphy 7, Lake Washington 7. Final from an earlier game at Everett Memorial Stadium. Isquah beat Everett 21 to nothing. Halftime score, Cedar Woolley leading Mount Vernon 14 to nothing. Also at the half, 7-7 tie, Ferndale at Linden. 7-7 tie, Anacortes at Oak Harbor. Both those games at the half. Burlington Edison and Tumwater playing down at Tumwater High School tonight. It's all Thunderbirds. 21-0, Tumwater leading Burlington Edison. That is a second quarter score. And finally, Darrington defeated Winlock earlier today. Final score, Darrington 56. Go Loggers, 56-14 over Winlock. When we come back, we'll take a look at more about this ball game, a 7-0 lead for the Grizzlies, and we'll hear from Joey Hammer, the head coach of the Snohomish Panthers, as the Panthers come back on the field. Both bands played together at halftime out on the field. Now they're both along the uh, tunnel waiting for the two respective teams to make their way back out onto the playing surface. Again, our score at the half, Grizzlies 7, Panthers nothing. Back with the second half right after this timeout. It's time for the official general contest rules for KRKO. Everett's greatest hits, 1380 AM and 95.3 FM. Contestants must be at least 18 years of age. Members who work for SR Broadcasting, KRKO, KXA, any of our sponsors or promotional partners, or any other radio stations in Seattle and Sonomish County are barred from entering or winning a contest. Additionally, relatives of anyone on this list are not allowed. Anyone who wins a prize valued over $600 is ineligible to win another prize for six months. Prizes cannot be exchanged for cash. Winners are responsible for all taxes and fees. Any contestants who break these rules are eligible to lose their prize. SR Broadcasting has final say in contest matters. A written copy of these contest rules is available during regular business hours at the offices of KRKO 1380 and FM 95.3. Located at 2707 Colby Avenue, 14th floor, Everett, Washington, 98201. Rules are also available online, krko.com, and look for general contest rules at the bottom of the page. This weekend is the perfect time to redecorate your home. During Erickson Furniture's holiday savings event, get our lowest prices on living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, and mattresses, all holiday sale priced for instant savings. Pay by cash, check, bank card, even with no interest financing for one full year. The quality furniture and mattress set you've always wanted is on sale now. During Erickson Furniture's holiday savings event at 2015 Broadway in Everett and online at ericksonfurniture.com. Looking for a better automotive service experience? At Chevrolet of Everett, we take service seriously. With same-day or next-day appointments, our service lanes are open and ready when you are. We offer $1 over cost on tires, and we service all makes and model vehicles. Discover a better service experience at Chevrolet of Everett, or schedule your service online at chevroletofeverett.com. That's chevroletofeverett.com. Chevrolet of Everett, a better experience. Part of the Harnish Auto family. 
halftime here at Snohomish High School, Veterans Memorial Stadium. Both bands awaiting the uh, teams coming back out onto the field. And Harrell awaiting head coach Joey Hammer of the Snohomish Panthers to come back out on the field. We'll get a word with him and Coach Joel Vincent up here in the uh, box here watching this game. I would think Coach Hammer is going to be a pretty happy guy. I would think so. Yeah, and I think he's, you know, I think he sees that his young team uh, has some some great plays. Um, what they're running is working. Just, he'll, he'll probably tell us they're just going to stick with what they're doing and, and uh, uh, hopefully have a few bounces go their way and, and get back into this thing. And what um, Shane Keck said probably is true, too. Just They just need some adjusting. They need to uh, t- tighten some bolts and nuts on the uh, on the old machine. Yeah, I, I probably, I mean, if you corner him, he'd probably say, we just got to do some reminders. I, you got young teams, man. You, big adjustments are a big deal for young guys. So um, I think both messages for those coaches at, at halftime is going to be to just remind their, their guys to settle down a little bit and just go out and play. So I'm guessing that you would know the temperature of your team before you even start the year whether you can make a big adjustment mm-hmm. at halftime or, like, two little tweaks and that's about all this this crew can take. Yeah, well, you know what they say, you know, how do you eat an elephant? You know, one bite at a time. And, right. and if they're really young and, you, you know, you've you got to kind of smooth feed them at first until they kind of start to pick those things up. But, you know, on the flip side, you had a really experienced team coming back when August practice started, you just kind of take off where you where you left right, off. Right. Where when you get a young and experienced team, you kind of back to square one, and you know you don't have as much of the playbook in and those kinds of things. And I think we're seeing that here. Um, you know, I, I would expect Snohomish to get back to that quick passing game that was pretty successful for them, and uh, throw in an occasional run to keep Glacier Peak honest. And then I think Glacier Peak, um, if I'm Coach Keck, I got to figure out more ways to get Crispin Bonch touches. And again, Amp is looking for Joey Hammer coming out of the uh, tunnel as the Panthers have come out. So hail to the varsity being played by this homish band. And I think he's going to see Coach Hammer here in just a moment as the coaches are making their way out as well. You let the young guys run ahead and then you wait for uh, Coach Hammer to come out and <laughs> uh, you're on. You're live. All right, Coach. Uh, welcome back after halftime. You fired up? Yes, sir. We're ready to go. We believe in four quarters of Panther football. What happened to you in that first half? You're you're down seven or nothing, but you're coming out fired up like you're up twenty-one nothing. Hey, man, that's how you live life. You got to have faith, right? You got to have faith in the unseen, and we believe. What did you change, if anything, in that uh, locker room? Nothing. We just got to play as a team, stick together finishes a family believe in each other things will take care of themselves we got to get after it i'll let you get after it good luck coach you yes go panthers back upstairs guys yeah yeah coach i, I want what he has <laughs> we say that every year i know, and, you know yeah and, and 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 as the years go by it 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 doesn't diminish right i mean the, the how he sustains that is amazing well high energy guy and the panthers are just a couple of plays away from maybe at least tying this game up and we will have the second half kickoff coming up here our score at the half the glacier peak Grizzlies seven the snowmish panthers nothing second half kickoff coming up right after this timeout what do tractors trailers farm equipment and semi trucks all have in common well they all help the economy and many of the people who drive these big rigs also have something in common they take their vehicles to the one place that can handle heavy equipment 
Purcell Tires in Monroe. Tires, rotations, brakes, shocks, struts, and oil changes. Keeping drivers on the road since 1936. Highway 2 in Monroe. Take Frylands Boulevard to Tye Street. Purcell Tire and Service Center. We'll keep you moving. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware. Folks. Websites are an extremely powerful business tool that you may not be using to your full potential. Hi, I'm Todd Hootery, owner of Inquisitech, a web design and search optimization agency in Snohomish. And here's a tip for you. A lot of people say, our business is word of mouth. However, what if you could also have a sales tool that worked for you 24-7 and brought in qualified leads? Search leads are often highly qualified leads because they are people looking for a business that can solve their problem right now. At Inquisitech, we can help you grow your business with a website that makes it easy for your customers to find and connect with you. Get a free website analysis at snohomishwebdesign.com. This weekend is the perfect time to redecorate your home. During Erickson Furniture's Holiday Savings Event, get our lowest prices on living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, and mattresses. All holiday sale priced for instant savings. Pay by cash, check, bank card, even with no interest financing for one full year. The quality furniture and mattress set you've always wanted is on sale now. During Erickson Furniture's Holiday Savings Event at 2015 Broadway in Everett and online at ericksonfurniture.com. Here at Snohomish High School, Veterans Memorial Stadium, 7-0 lead for the Glacier Beat Grizzlies over the Snohomish Panthers. A reminder, tomorrow, Aquasox Baseball back right here on KRKO. It's a doubleheader making up for last night's rainout over in Spokane. And 4:15 pregame show tomorrow for two games, 4.30 the first pitch, the Aquasox and the Spokane Indians. They wrap up that road trip then on Sunday. 6.15 pregame, 6.35 for the first pitch. Then a Labor Day special coming up on Monday. The Aqua Sox are back home at Funko Field at Everett Memorial Stadium for a six-game homestand, wrapping up the regular season, looking for a playoff berth, which would be the following week. But for now, the Labor Day game, 3.45 pregame show, 4.05 first pitch on Monday, Labor Day, again at Funko Field at Everett Memorial Stadium and right here on KRKO. Just a reminder from last year, we talked about the state champions and who are the defending state champions. Of course, the Lake Stevens Vikings, a game you heard right here, win the 4A championship. Yelm won the 3A championship. And, Coach, I like the fact that Yelm won it, and it wasn't Bellevue. It wasn't Eastside Catholic. It wasn't O'Day. Any time a public school wins it, I'm happy. (laughs) And so it was Yelm out of uh, way down south, and they got the win. Of course, and then you go, who won the two-way champion, Linden? <laughs> yep. They just they just reload. Royal won the one-A championship. They, Nap- ju- they just reload. They just reload. Napa Vine, they're pretty good always. And then Liberty Bell, first time they ever won a, a the one-B eight-man football state championship. Yeah, that, that was kind of the surprise, I thought. And that was the game we saw as the prelim to our game down at Mount Tahoma. And this year, if we go to the state championship again, Husky Stadium. Oh, going into enemy territory. Into enemy territory, which is all this is pending the new Seattle Memorial being built, and then it's going to hold 10,000. It's going to be nice, and that's 
to be the permanent spot for it. So here we go. Snohomish to kick it off. Glacier Peak, Cortez will kick it. Kind of a low, squibs it along the the, the uh, field there, and they'll just land on it at about the 32-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 for Glacier Peak, leading it 7 nothing, and we're underway probably second the, half. Probably not a bad move with uh, Bonch and Cuellar deep. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably a pretty good move. So Glacier Peak will go over, gather around their coaching staff. Shane Keck in his sixth year at Glacier Peak High School. Lucas Entler, the quarterback, 5'9", 175-pound junior. Chris Van Bonch, and Chris Van is C-H-R-I-S-V-N. You want to buy a vowel there. So Chris Van Bonch, wonder if he's ever heard that. First and 10 from the 32-yard line for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Lucas Entler, the quarterback, stands in the shotgun, takes a snap, hands it to Bonch. Right straight up the middle, get hit hard at the 35-yard line, and right at the 35, they'll give him forward progress. That'll be a three-yard gain for Chris Van Bonch on the first play from scrimmage here in the second half. And we will get an injury update down on the field with Amp. So Dean Ward, the big fella, 6'2", 305 for Snohomish, two-way lineman. Uh, he is questionable to return, I'd say probable, with a right knee. So second down and seven yards to go from the 35-yard line for Glacier Peak. Entler, bunch. Give it to him. Stiff arms a man, tries to turn the corner. Can't really do it. Gets maybe two. We'll give him two to the 37-yard line. But Bonch, coach, was turning the corner, and out goes that stiff arm. you you got to love a running back that uses the stiff arm. Yeah, and that was a pretty good one right there. And and uh, this is not surprising to me. I, I, if I was Coach Keck, I'd, as I said prior, I'd like to, to see how many times uh, that young man could touch the ball this half. What was the record with Johnny Curtin? Uh, 38 carries. That's it's almost criminal, isn't it? <laughs> It was criminal to the other team, yes. <laughs> 38 carries. Wow. 37. And you know what? He would say, give me the ball more, Coach. He would have. <laughs> so it's third down, five yards to go at the 37-yard line. Back to pass. Entler in duress throws it, incomplete, bounces it in front of the intended receiver out there. When was the intended receiver as Entler was in duress as he had a couple of red shirts right in his face. So that means fourth down. And that means that the Glacier Peak Grizzlies will have to punt the football away. Well, his initial look wasn't there. They were trying to get uh, Bonch the ball out of the backfield again. But that young freshman, Tuatolo, stayed home and ran with Bonch. He just wasn't there. And Entler had to go to his uh, second and third check down. Fourth and five. Kaczynski to kick it. It's almost blocked. It's going to be fielded, though, at the 33-yard line. Stutter step at the 35, heading back against the grain. Parker Jackson on the return at the 40, 45 at the 50. Up the right side, 45 at the 40. Down the 35 at the 30. Down the left sideline, and down he goes, and he will be brought down inside the 15-yard line. 53-yard return. Crocker saved it from him going in for the touchdown. But a beautiful return there for the Snohomish Panthers. And puts him all the way down in the red zone. See where they say he stepped out? It'll be at the 12-yard line. You know, how many games have you watched over the years, Tom, where a big special teams play just kind of turns the whole tide of the game? 
They almost looked like they had him hemmed in. It's taken a while now to get to the chain gang. Has to run a long way to get set up now. So it'll be first and 10 for the Snohomish Panthers. They're at the 12-yard line of Glacier Peak. Shotgun snap. Give it to Strander on the left-hand side. Tipped up at the 10 and down to the 7-yard line. It'll be about a 4-yard gain for Strant there on that carry. What a return, though, yeah. Coach. Wow. Quayar on the tackle. Just cut his legs out from underneath him. So after the gain of five, now is a second down and five. I'm not looking at scoreboard. I'm looking at the down marker. Second down, five yards to go at the seven-yard line. Give it to Strand. Left-hand side. Strand. Touchdown, Snohomish. Seven-yard dive play for Brody Strand. And into the end zone, touchdown, Snohomish. Now we're going to see how this young Glacier Peak team responds. You know, we asked that question the first half with Snohomish after the big turnover. And uh, they, they they bowed up and, and played hard and, and got to halftime at 7-0. Now we get a quick score out of Snohomish. It's going to see, be interesting to see how Glacier Peak responds. Big special teams play there that set up that touchdown. And now waiting for the addition of the extra point. Hammer to kick it, kind of balked at it once, and then the ball is up and on the way. There'll be a free base in baseball, but in this case, it's a extra point that's good. And with nine minutes and 32 seconds to play in the third quarter, our score, the Snohomish Panthers 7, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 7. Back with more from Snohomish after this timeout. We take service seriously. With same-day or next-day appointments, our service lanes are open and ready when you are. We offer $1 over cost on tires, and we service all makes and model vehicles. Discover a better service experience at Chevrolet of Everett, or schedule your service online at ChevroletofEverett.com. That's ChevroletofEverett.com. Chevrolet of Everett, a better experience. Part of the Harnish Auto family. A 7-7 score, Snohomish and Glacier Peak. And, Coach, you're seeing something here on the um, kickoff team. Yeah, last kickoff, Bonch and Cuellar were deep, and Snohomish didn't kick it to him. Now uh, Coach Keck and his staff, they've moved them up, and uh, now we'll see if they'll kick it deep to the other guys. So they're standing at about the 25-yard line. See if the uh, you could guess. If we saw it up here, Snohomish's coaching staff gonna, saw it too. I'm going to guess they saw it. So waiting for... The kickoff here. I understand one of the officials got taken out of that big return earlier. He seems to be none the worse for wear, and we're ready to go. Here's the kick. They're going to squib it there. It's going to be Quayar. taken, but Quayar, who will try it on the return around the left-hand side, still running laterally. Now he'll head upfield, but not much running room there. He's going to get maybe a six- or seven-yard return out to about the 38-yard line. And that is where the Glacier Peak Grizzlies will put it in play. But let's go to AC with a look at that scoring drive. The Snohomish Panthers went two plays, 12 yards, aided by a 58-yard punt returned by Parker Jackson. Brody Strand finished it off. Seven-yard touchdown around the PAT was good by David Hammer with in the third quarter with 9.32 left. Glacier Peak 7, Snohomish Panthers 7. And it's first and 10 for Glacier Peak. Both teams on their home field here. Snohomish only has three home games, and this is one of them here in this season. So here we go. First and 10 from the 38-yard line for GP. Lucas Entler, the quarterback, stands in the shotgun. 
Chrisman Bonch is behind him, and he gets a handoff. He gets run into the first wave. Now he'll go around them and go across the 40 out to about the 43-yard line. Chrisman Bonch, Coach, you got to bring him down with both hands when you first even see him. Yes, you do, and that's the, probably the third time tonight we've seen him kind of make something out of nothing. And now they're going to – no, he can't go. Yeah, I think he's cramping again. He's – he tried to stand up, and the guys were helping him up, and he said, nope, 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 put me back down. And he's flat on his back, and they're stretching out his leg again. It is the other leg. First half, it was the left leg. <laughs> they need the mustard to go the other leg. Let's <laughs> let's uh, go down to Amp. What are you seeing? Yeah, he's uh, he's favoring the right leg. It was the left leg the, the first half. And, yeah, you just you can't hydrate day of. you got to hydrate the week of. Got to get the electrolytes, and uh, it's something I've heard for years. It gets hot for these first few games. It's gorgeous out here tonight, but, uh, yeah, we'll see uh, see how long he sits on the bench. All the momentum is wearing the white hat and the red shirt. So second down and five yards to go at the 43-yard line for GP. And Chris Vonch still hasn't made it to the far sideline. They're going very, very slowly. In fact, one of the guys that was helping him is still supposed to be out here, so he had to run yeah. back out onto the field. Yeah, he's a left guard. And I think they just reset the um, play clock. The back judge was doing his hands like, I'm not timing here because the guy that was helping the other guy had to come back. Here's Cuellar who will run the football across the left-hand side of the 45 with the 50, still running at the 45 with the 40, down the left-hand sideline. Now cuts back, he grants the grain, comes back onto the field to play and goes all the way down to the 36-yard line. Isaiah Cuellar, a 21-yard running play that time. He was dead to rights, and then he just said, oh, I'm going to keep running, yeah, and he, kinda, he came right back out. Yeah, he kind of dead-legged that guy. And, but, uh, boy, can you say impact newcomer? Yeah, Isaiah Cuellar from Mariner High School a year ago. In fact, I think we met him at the um, media night a year ago mm-hmm. for Mariner and Coach Tuiasopo. Well, Coach Tuiasopo is gone back to Las Vegas. And so Isaiah Cuellar is now at, give it to Parker. Parker across the, Crocker, Crocker, excuse me, Crocker on the carry up the middle across the 30, 25, and down inside about a 13-yard run there. Crocker on the carry. So Homer seems to be on their heels a little bit here. This run, this GP run has really been effective. I'd, I'd like to see Coach Keck kind of stay with that. Bonch is still not back out there. He's still being tended to on the uh, far sideline. It's first and 10 for Glacier Peak. Not quite in the red zone. They're at the 23-yard line. Lucas Entler is the quarterback. Standing in the shotgun. As a running back to his left and a man in motion back through the formation. He'll fake it to him. He'll roll to the right, throw to the man from the back. That's Crocker at the 20, at the 15, Crocker at the 10, and goes, dives forward inside the 10-yard line down to the 8. So Crocker was that motion man, mm-hmm. and he got him all the way down, about a 16-yard run, and it'll be a first down goal to go at the 8-yard line for Glacier Peak. Asking if they can answer. Well, so far they the answer is yes. Yeah. Well, this this inside the ten yards is a lot of times the hardest ten. Though we'll see. Seven thirty-seven to go in the third quarter. A seven-seven tie. The Grizzlies and the Panthers. Grizzlies threatening here from the eight-yard line. Right hash mark. Shotgun snap. 
Give it to Crocker again. This time he's met. He's going to carry a couple of guys with him for a yard or two. Down close to the seven-yard line. And again, it'll be a stop there. To Atolo again. Again on the stop. Ninth grader. So at the seven-yard line, right hash. It'll be now second down goal to go for Glacier Peak. Making some personnel changes from the far sideline. Yep, Cuellar's back in. Sets up as a slot to the right. Etler with a shotgun snap here. Crocker in the backfield. Cuellar gets it. Turns around the left-hand side. Spins around and into the end zone. Touchdown, Glacier Peak. Just that easy, just that quick. They rolled it down the field. A seven-yard run by Isaiah Cuellar and a touchdown for the Grizzlies. Well, we asked if uh, Glacier Peak would answer. Yep. And now we know the answer. <laughs> it didn't go to the machine. Didn't go well, to voicemail. Well, yep. now, now we throw it back to Snowledge. Yep. Right? How do they answer here? Because that was a pretty dominant drive. Yeah. 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 They drove it right on down the yeah, field. There was nothing fancy about that. They just lined up and ran it right at him. Kaczynski to add the extra point. Here was 6.51 to play in the third quarter. Here comes the kick of Airborne, and it is good. So with six minutes and 51 seconds to play in the third quarter, it's the Glacier Big Grizzlies 14, the Snohomish Panthers 7. We'll have more after this timeout. What do tractors, trailers, farm equipment, and semi-trucks all have in common? Well, they all help the economy. And many of the people who drive these big rigs also have something in common. They take their vehicles to the one place that can handle heavy equipment. Purcell Tires in Monroe. Tires, rotations, brakes, shocks, struts, and oil changes. Keeping drivers on the road since 1936. Highway 2 in Monroe. Take Frylands Boulevard to Ty Street. Purcell Tire and Service Center. We'll keep you moving. Updating the score from John C. Larson Stadium in Arlington. At the half now, the Arlington Eagles leading the Kamiak Knights 39 to nothing. The other finals, Marysville Pilchuck beat Edmonds Woodway 40 to 14. It was Monroe over Roosevelt 34 to 25. Issaquah beat Everett blanked up 21 to nothing. And Darrington over Windlock 56 to 14. As some of the early finals have come in. Some of the late finals will start to roll in as well here. We'll take a look at that scoring drive here after this timeout. Or after this kickoff. I was confusing myself. And kicking here will be Aiden Larson. To kick it off here for GP. There's the whistle, and here we go. Larson will approach. He puts it in the air. Fairly short, taking about the 12-yard line. At the 20, still on its feet. That step across the 30, 35, and all the way out to the 36-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 for Snohomish at the 36 or so. And we go to Alex Clusius with a look at that scoring drive. The Glacier Peak Grizzlies went 62 yards in six plays, five via the run, one via the pass, took 241 off the clock, capped off seven-yard touchdown run by Isaiah Cuellar. The Kaczynski PAT was good, and with 651 left in the third quarter, Glacier Peak Grizzlies 14, Snohomish Panthers 7. And we'll see how Snohomish answers here at the 35-yard line. It'll be first and 10. 
David Hammer will hand it off to Strand. Brody Strand across the 35. Get about one maybe out to the 36-yard line. Coach, it really is just how can you answer what just happened to you? Exactly. Um, and that, you know, how do you weather the storm is really the question. And see what Snohomish does here after the one-yard gain on that play. Brings up second down, nine yards to go at the 36-yard line. 6.15 to go in the third quarter. David Hammer, the quarterback, has gone the distance here. He drops back to pass, throws it. It's going to be into traffic, but throws it complete for first down. Out across the uh, 45-yard line, Mason Surdy makes that catch. First time I think we've said his name tonight. Mason Surdy, the six-foot, 164-pound junior. In fact, the backfield of the uh, the uh, skill positions: junior, 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 and a junior. So it'll be first and ten at the 46-yard line. Waiting for the snap. Here it is. Hammer hands off. That Strand around the right side. This time, not much running room there for Brody Strand, and he will be dropped for no gain out to the 46-yard line. So no gain there. Brings up now second down and 10 yards to go. 5.27 to go. A 14-7 to lead here in the third quarter for Glacier Peaks. Snohomish on the move. Panthers in their red jerseys, red pants, and white helmets. Glacier Peak in all blue with silver trim. Here's a shotgun snap. Back to pass. Throws it. Strant picked it off the ground. Heads up field at the 50. Swept off his feet at the 49 and down to the 48-yard line. Not enough for a first down, but it does get into Glacier Peak territory. That's about a seven-yard gain for Snohomish. And now we got uh, third and much more manageable for Coach Hammer. And they're going to kind of go right up to the line of scrimmage and then look over for the play being called in. Third down, four yards to go for Snohomish. Hammer surveying the situation. Here's the shotgun snap. Give it to Strant right up the middle. Strant gets to the 45 to the 44. Boy, that's going to be close. Decision time. It's going to be very close. Yeah. you got to go for it, don't you, Coach? Less than a yard to go. A oh, absolutely. Down. I'm sure Coach Hammer thought about it for half a second. <laughs> so he's at the – he's just across the 45-yard line. Needs to get – just across the 44-yard line. So it's about three-quarters of a yard to go. Ball's at the left-hand bar, left hash mark. Strant is in the backfield behind the quarterback, Hammer. Looks to the sideline on a fourth down play. Going for it here. You're going to give it to Strant. They will. Tries the left side, gets a first down and more. At the 40, at the 35, all the way down to the 32-yard line. That was there by alignment. Snowman's had a tight end set to their left, and Glacier uh, Peak had a defensive end tucked inside of him. That was an easy block for that tight end. Let's go down to Amp on the sidelines. I'll update the status of uh, Crispin Bonch. He is questionable. He still has his helmet, but they're not hydrating him. They're working on the muscles, guys. First and 10 at the 33-yard line. Ball the left hash. Shotgun snap, back to pass. Pumps once, pumps twice, throws it down there. He's got a man there, but he wears blue. He's from the other side of the river. Michael Darling was, uh, Michael Darling, not Michael Darling. <laughs> Michael Darling was there 
but he plays for Glacier Peak. There wasn't a Salmish Panther within 10 yards of it. Yeah, somebody got their wires crossed there. Yeah, Jackson was open too, but couldn't find him. So with 3.22 to play here in the third quarter, 14-7 lead. The Grizzlies over the Panthers. Panthers now at the 33-yard line, left hash mark, second down, and 10 yards to go. David Hammer, the quarterback, very low snap, has to go down and pick it up. He actually yeah. put his knee down. Yeah, they're going to say he, he was down. He played it like a shortstop, and if you do that in football, you're going to be down there. So the, he's going to lose three on the play. Boy, those low snaps will just kill you. Yeah, they? that's three of those for Snohomish tonight. So that'll bring up now third and three at the 36-yard line. Off the left hash. Big third down play here. Down by a touchdown to Glacier Peak. Third and 13. Back to pass. Hammer throws into traffic, and he threaded the needle and got the pass down. He's going to be incomplete. Or he's going to be complete, but short. It's Bosa. Bosa made the catch after 11 yards. Short of first down yardage. Boy, he put that in a whole bunch of blue shirts. There was four Glacier Peak guys right there. Bosa's having a big night. Six catches, 66 yards for Bosa. And he's playing really well defensively, too. And this is the 10th play of this drive. Fourth down, two yards to go. No, they gave it to Brody Strand. Brody Strand carries, and they will not get it on fourth down. But I just got the feeling that Glacier Peak knew what was coming. Yeah, it seems that they had that one snipped out pretty good. And so they will turn it over on downs, and it'll be Glacier Peak football. Now, this is a big series for both teams. If you're Snohomish, right, you got to get a stop here because you don't want to go down two scores. Right. With 2.09 to go in the third quarter. If you're Glacier Peak, you, whatever adjustments you made at halftime in, in your run game are working. So um, I would expect Coach Keck to come back to some of that stuff. Bonch is not out there, though. So first and 10 for Glacier Peak at their own 28-yard line. Entler, the quarterback. Gets the uh, shotgun snap. Give it to Crocker. Crocker will carry across the 30 to about the 33-yard line. So a couple of positive yards there for Mr. Crocker. Glacier Peak won. Actually, they've won all 11 meetings in the all-time meetings between Glacier Peak and Snohomish. Last year, 42-13, 35-19 the year before. Snohomish has been close a couple times. Only lost by two in 2013, but usually it's been heavily favored in favor of Glacier Peak. After the four-yard gain, second down, six yards to go at the 32-yard line. In a minute, half to play in the third quarter. Ball to the right hash mark, shotgun snap. Give it to Wynn around the left-hand side across the 35 to about the oh, 37 or so. Not quite enough. It would be a five-yard gain, not quite enough for first down. Yeah, we're going to see a third and one here. Third and a yard to go at the 37-yard line. Need the 38 for the first. Bonch returns to the uh, fold. He comes out there. He's been out a couple times with cramping, like severe. Like it's not just run it out and it'll be fine. Off for quite a few plays. My, my money is that number one is going to touch the ball. Here. I would think. Third down and a yard to go. Entler takes a snap. They will give it to Chris Van Vonch. 
and he will carry it across the 40, 45, 50, and inches in Homage Panther territory all the way down to the 48-yard line on the other side of the 50. Yeah, he carried it for an 18-yard gain and a first, a 15-yard gain and a first down. Let's go down to M. I was just going to say he uh, came back in after those extended delays. Uh, he was getting very, very deep tissue massage to the lower leg on both legs, I believe, two different times while he was out of action. Seems like everything's working out okay, but uh, watch out. The uh, big boy, Connor Aney, uh, seems to be favoring one of his legs. I think he is out right now. So from the 49-yard line, it is first and 10 for Glacier Peak, leading by a touchdown. Waiting few moments of this third quarter. Bonch again carries, carries a couple of guys with him. Somebody grabbed on and just went for the ride down to the 45 to the 44-yard line, a five-yard gain. For Chrisman Vonch. And he's back out. And he's going off to the sideline. And yeah, we have only, ended the, thing, the quarter. Yeah, the only thing really stopping Vonch tonight is cramps. And we will take a break. Come back with the fourth and final quarter. Still anybody's ball game. It's a Glacier Peak Grizzlies 14. The Snowmish Panthers 7. Fourth quarter coming up right here on KRKO. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks websites are an extremely powerful business tool that you may not be using to your full potential hi i'm todd hootery owner of inquisitech a web design and search optimization agency in snohomish and here's a tip for you a lot of people say our business is word of mouth however what if you could also have a sales tool that worked for you 24 7 and brought in qualified leads search leads are often highly qualified leads because they are people looking for a business that can solve their problem right now at Inquisitech, we can help you grow your business with a website that makes it easy for your customers to find and connect with you. Get a free website analysis at snohomishwebdesign.com. Fourth and final quarter set to unfold here at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Vincent and Amp Harrell. Jay Pulliam, Alex Fossius, Brandon Hamilton, your faithful broadcast team on this Friday night, opening night of high school football for 2023. It's a 14-7 lead for Glacier Peak. They have the football, a second down, and six yards to go from the 45-yard line. Bonch is out. They'll throw the screen pass to Williams. Williams down the left-hand side after he made the catch at the 35-30 and all the way down to the 25-yard line. In fact, they say he stepped out of bounds at about the 26. There'll be an 18-yard pass play and the gain for Glacier Peak, and they're threatening again. We got a couple guests in the booth here with us. We do. Yeah. Got the Boyer Boys. The Boyer Boys. Yeah, did they bring any food? No, I didn't see any. (laughs) Get them out. (laughs) Let's go back down for a Bonch update. Yes, uh, Bonch, I think he should return. He went off for some water, did a little light stretching himself, and then went back into the crowd. First and 10 at the 26-yard line for Glacier Peak. Flag down. They'll give it to Crocker, who's going to carry Somebody got leveled as he hit the line of scrimmage, but it's all coming back. Bonch is coming back in. The officials are talking about the uh, penalty. It's going to be an illegal procedure penalty. First time false start we've seen tonight. Yeah, we've seen holds and yeah. the modified 
block in the back or whatever that is now, but that is their first procedure penalty we've seen. And it's going to be against Glacier Peak. Now, last time this happened, Coach Hammer, remember he declined it and took the down. Yeah, He's he, going to do it again. Yeah. So it ended up being a two-yard loss. Yeah, so take the down. Yeah, net, you're going to what gain? You're going to give them another uh, Give down. them another down for three yards. Right. Yeah. So it'll be second and 13 yards to go. So it's actually a loss of three. Second and 13 from the 29-yard line. A 14-7 lead for Glacier Peak. They have the football. Give it to Bunch around the right side. He's going to try the right side and not get very far. Maybe three back to the original line of scrimmage, and that's about it. He's kind of not running that full full charge that he usually does. It's kind of like he's being patient. He's waiting for something to open up up front. Snohomish is doing a good job and not giving him a lot of running lanes. So it'll be third down, 10 yards to go here for Glacier Peak. Looking to the far sideline for the play. Clock moves. We're at 10 and a half minutes of play in the football game. It's almost like a Le'Veon Bell-esque where, you know, he's just kind of biding his time seeing if he can hit a, a gap, but they're just not there. So it'll be third down, 10 yards to go from the 26-yard line. They're going to be Williams who makes the catch over the middle. It'll be about an eight-yard gain, not enough for a first down. So that brings up fourth down. Fourth down now for Glacier Peak. About two yards. No hesitation on Glacier Peak's part. They're already signaling in Would their play. Kick? Maybe kick it, try to field. Uh, maybe they're not sure on their field goal kicker uh, yet. Not week one, maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. Just I thought I'd ask. Yeah. Fourth down, two yards to go at the 18 yard line. Need the 16 for the first down, and that'll Same. draw. Don't have to kick if you draw the other guys offside. Not something they've probably worked on every day since fall camp. The hard for just count. for just that situation. Yep. Need a couple of yards. We're not even going to snap the football. Dead ball foul encroachment against Snohomish. Coach Hammer is trying to let the official know that he thought that uh, somebody on Glacier Peak moved. Yeah, he's given the the guy. Kind of, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, he's he's saying the quarterback baited him. Well, there is a new penalty, too. A disconcerting act. That's usually going to huh. be on well, the defensive side when you're barking signals. Coach Hammer thinks that was very disconcerting. Yeah, I guess. He's disconcerted right back to the sideline. So first and 10 from the 13-yard line. Bonch hits a wall, and that is all, and he's going to be dropped at the 15-yard line. Is he going to lose two? Yep, he is going to lose two. Back to the 15. So Bonch hit the uh, hit a whole bunch of Snohomish Panthers that dropped him. Coming up here, the 10th play of this drive. If I'm, coach, if I'm Coach Keck or the, the offensive staff, I'm you know, thinking play action pass here. They're, they are pretty stout up front. They are bringing a lot of guys to stop that run. Maybe something, a little so play, play air, action here. Air it out a little, huh? A little play action here, maybe. See if they're... If it were me. Well, you have your mini-me over there coaching over there. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Second down. 12 yards to go. 
Entler waiting for the snap. Here it is. Nope, they'll run it to Cuellar from the right side, trying to stretch it out. He couldn't do it. He's going to come up. He's going to get about four yards. So that's going to bring up third down. About six or seven. Yeah, third and probably seven yards to go at the 11-yard line. That's why I like that play action on second down. Yeah. Because now, now, now if you're the defense, you're almost expecting it. But They're having a long discussion here. The coaches are over there. and Now Bonch is running on. Making a change in personnel. Bonch is in the backfield. Lucas Entler, the quarterback, they'll give it to Bonch. Tripped up in the backyard. No, he got away from one man, got away from two, three, and four, but not five and six. He's going to be dropped at the five-yard line. Not enough now we're for at a another, first down. Now we're at another fourth and short. Yeah, fourth and about a yard and a half or so at the five-yard line. Need to get just across the four. So we'll call it fourth and a yard and a half at the five. 8.04 to play in the game. A 14-7 lead for the Grizzlies. And now they're looking over for the play again. Yeah, this is where I'm coaching Skek. I take a timeout. In fact, that's exactly what he's yep. going to do. Get everybody on the same page. And he'll do that as we take a break with 7.47 to play here in the game. It's Glacier Peak 14, Snohomish 7. We return to Snohomish after this. Everyone is welcome at Snow Isle Libraries because libraries are for everyone. At Snow Isle Libraries, you can check out a physical book or an ebook or listen to audiobooks. Borrow a Discover Pass to visit state parks, check out a laptop and Wi Fi hotspot, all with your library card. There is so much to discover. Find your community library at snow isle.org. That's S N O isle.org. And connect your way with Snow Isle libraries Everett's greatest hits and a three-day weekend does it get any better KRKO Everett so Glacier Peak is still meeting with the coaching staff on the far side like you said coach just to make sure everybody's on the same page well if you've got some kind of special play that you've worked on all camp for fourth and short call that timeout just give everybody their reminders about what it is they got coached up to do and Run them out there to go do it. So they come up to the line of scrimmage at the five-yard line. Need the three-and-a-half for the first down. Bonches to the left of Entler, the quarterback. You wouldn't try the hard count again, would you? Probably not. No, I, I, would, I would not. Here. Go to the well too many times. They'll move some personnel around. They'll give it to Bonch. Bonch stiff arms a man. Tries to turn the corner down the right side. He does. He turns the corner and finds the pylon and into the end zone. Touchdown, Glacier Peak. Five-yard run by Crispin Bonch. As he stiff armed a man, turned the corner and saw that orange pylon and said, that's mine, and he goes and gets it. Yeah, that was a little bit reminiscent of uh, Lamar. Yeah. And, you know, a couple of those Snohomish guys think they've got an angle on him. And he just beats them to the pylon. Right. He's just faster than they are. Yep. And he makes it makes his way there. Am, you have something to add there? 
Yes, uh, one of the reasons I think why the tide has turned and why the uh, the Panthers are giving up these chunk yards, they're missing some big dudes up front. I don't know what's going on with Jonathan Farlow, but he is standing on the sidelines. And right next to him, Dean Ward, who's been out for a number of plays with a knee injury. The big 305-pounder is being missed. Waiting for the addition of the extra point. On the way up. And he missed it. It's no good. Shanked it over to the left. So we'll take a break with seven minutes and 40 seconds of play in the football game. Our score, the Grizzlies 20, the Panthers. <clears throat> Steve Willis just showed up. 20 to 7. <laughs> we'll be back after this. The off-road rides are back in stock at Premier Polaris in Monroe. ATVs, snowmobiles, UTVs, and side-by-sides in stock and on sale at Premier Polaris. Rebates up to $2,000 on select Polaris units. $2,000 in rebates. Premier Polaris, just off Main Street in Monroe, with the best service department around and plenty of in-stock UTVs and ATVs to choose from. Up to $2,000 in rebates on select Polaris units. Get directions and browse the inventory at Premier Polaris Com. I just threw Steve Willits under the bus, and I feel really bad about that. With my little, but that's okay. I threw Amp under the bus earlier in the game. So what? I know. What am, I, am I next? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, you get out of the way. You never know. AC here. Let's do it right here. The Glacier Peak Grizzlies went 72 yards on 12 plays, 10 via the run, two via the pass. Took 6:29 off the clock, a methodical drive. It was capped off by a five-yard touchdown run, diving to the pylon by Kristen Bonchi. The PAT was no good. In the fourth quarter, was 7:40 left. GP 20, Skahomish 7. 7:40 to go. Here's the approach and the kickoff here by Glacier Peak. Larson to kick it. End over end and deep. Rips it all the way down, bounces at the three and goes into the end zone for a touchback. The Snohomish Panthers will start from the 20-yard line. And if they want to get back in this one, Coach, they're going to have to go to the well quickly. Yeah, they're going to have to do it quick. And, and unfortunately, that controlled passing game that they were running so effectively at the beginning of the game is, is not the way to get that done. They're going to actually have to push that ball down the field. So it'll be first and 10. They'll start at the 20-yard line. Again, we're back with you next week. We'll be at Marysville, Pilchuck, and Stanwood at Cool City Stadium in Marysville. Then the week after that, it's the Berry Bowl, the Chargers and the Tomahawks. Those games upcoming on the schedule here in September. First and 10, they'll throw the pass over the left flat, and it's going to be a lose a couple of yards. Parker Jackson makes the catch, lose about two. One, maybe give him some forward progress. So one yard loss there. And more importantly, that keeps the clock ticking away down to 7.23 to play in the game. They kind of put him back to the line of scrimmage. So I think we're going to go with no gain on the play. Some forward progress. He caught the ball well behind. So we will get the handoff here on second and 10. Strant for two out to the 22-yard line. You're not going to score a bunch at this pace here. No, that's a bit of a head-scratcher, but... So third down, coming up, third and eight. I thought Somich just added a player without one coming off. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. That's a legal substitution. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the guy came on, I thought, well, there, here comes a guy off. No, here comes not a guy off. He set up on the pattern, yeah. Yeah, you can just kind of reset somewhere else. Yeah, quad set right and one to the left isn't going to 
isn't going to do it. That's working Canada. <laughs> yeah, well, and somebody's still in the backfield too. So, yeah, so, and that'll back him up five in the illegal procedure penalty or the illegal substitution penalty. So third down and 14 yards to go for Snohomish. See if we got a big 13-yard play here. They'll throw it over the middle. Almost intercepted. The crossing pattern was there, but right in front of there. Who would you have, Coach? Adam Loom. Yeah. Had it right there in his hands and just didn't quite come down with it. I think we have a penalty marker. Yeah, right there on the uh, 25-yard line. I think maybe that was after the ball had departed. A hold against Snohomish. No, personal foul. Oh, personal foul, excuse me, against Snohomish. And what did you see, Mr. Amp? Oh, excuse me. Let me get turned on there. There you go. Hey, there we go. So it was thrown into traffic, and I believe the intended receiver was was beaten by a step, and when he came in to try to break that play up, I think he might have gone over the back or hit a little too hard. So they are backing it up here. So much is running their punt team out, Tom. Yeah. They still haven't decided where they're going to place the football. Yeah, I don't think that matters to Coach Hammer, though. They're going to kick it away. They're going to kick it no matter what. So it will be, yeah, dead ball foul, personal foul against Snohomish. That's going to put it back inside the 10. They'll put it at the 8-yard line. So it'll be fourth down and about 21 yards to go. I like what Glacier Peak's doing here. They've got two return guys back to essentially double their chances to get a return here. Um, Pretty much figuring with this down a distance that Snohomish is not going to fake the punt. Right. So the punter is standing five yards deep in the end zone. Puts his foot to it. Gets it out of there fairly short. I thought it hit the back of a Glacier Peak guy. I thought it hit number 10, but obviously... Obviously not. Apparently not. So it's going to be down at the 38-yard line. And you can't advance it anyway. They're going to they're going to run all the way down. J- Joey Hammer is contending that it touched the guy. I thought it did. Amp, I don't know if you had a, had a gander. I, I didn't have a great look at it, but I, I read body language. I was raised by coaches. And I'll tell you this much. Michael Darling thought it touched Michael Darling because he, he just panicked. He just froze like a deer in the headlights and then immediately ran off the field when they blew it dead. So, apparently that's not the case. No, they've already reset the chains. Go yeah. the other way. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go down to Todd Elvig in the challenge booth. He's got the... Uh, the headphones on we don't go to new york we go to um avenue d (laughs) so meanwhile back at the football game at the 34 yard line is where glacier peak will put it in play with six minutes and 21 seconds to play in the game and leading it 20 to 7. illegal touching against Snohomish or an eligible receiver down. No, that's not illegal. That's That's illegal illegal touching. touching. Yeah. 
Oh. They've gone to their uh, total run game offense here, Tom. So they're going to give it to Bonch, who will carry across the grain at the 30, still running at the 25 and gets a first down to about the 10 for about a 10-yard gain, maybe even more. Yeah. And they run there what we call 32 personnel. They've got three running backs and two tight ends, no wide receivers. So this must be their, you know, their four-minute grind the clock. We saw a little bit of this the year before. Right. We didn't see it much last year. No. So first and ten now for Glacier Peak. At the 24-yard line, right hash mark. They'll run it again. Cuellar will carry it around the left-hand side at the 20, the 15, and out of bounds at about the 10-yard line. Isaiah Cuellar on the carry there. They got a first down to bunch up the gut. They give it to Cuellar around the left side. They get another first down, about a 13-yard gain on that one. Puts them inside. Well, they're in the red zone. They're at the 13-yard line, 12-yard line. And he did step out of bounds, so that stops the clock with 5.44 to play in the game. And the Grizzlies leading it 20-7. to Ball at the left hash now. Glacier Peak, of course, in no hurry. And they'll come up to the 12-yard line left hash mark. Lucas Entler is under center here. No, it's not Lucas Entler. No. Andal is in there, and he'll just carry it himself around the right side and maybe maybe get a one-yard gain. So Nolan Andal in at quarterback, 5'11", 170-pound. Listen, as a wide receiver, he's a junior. And we're going to have a timeout called here by the Snohomish Panthers with 5.27 to play in the football game. It's Glacier Peak 20, Snohomish 7, back with more from Snohomish after this timeout. Looking for a better automotive service experience? At Chevrolet of Everett, we take service seriously. With same-day or next-day appointments, our service lanes are open and ready when you are. We offer $1 over cost on tires, and we service all makes and model vehicles. Discover a better service experience at Chevrolet of Everett, or schedule your service online at ChevroletofEverett.com. That's ChevroletofEverett.com. Chevrolet of Everett, a better experience part of the Harnish Auto family. What do tractors, trailers, farm equipment? And- Lake Stevens 27, Garfield 21 late in the third quarter. So a little dr- drama there up at Lake Stevens High School tonight. We'll keep keep you informed on that one. We'll have all the scores of other ball games, all the stats, stars of the game coming up on our postgame show. Still five minutes and 27 seconds away from now. It's second down, nine yards to go for Glacier Peak. They came out up to the line of scrimmage, and then the officials kind of chased them back because the Snowmish coaching staff, Joey Hammer, was still out talking to his defense. Yeah, you guys got to get out of here. Yeah, and we've got Entler back out, so we're probably going to see more of their uh, standard offense that we've seen all game. So here comes Entler will stand in the shotgun here. Bonch, I don't see him out there. Crocker is in the backfield, and Crocker gets a football across the 10, carrying guys with him, still running down to the 8, gets us away from one man down to the 6-yard line. Crocker was running, got stopped, 
I think everybody kind of gave up. He says, I'm not done, boys. Come with me. All the way down to the six-yard line. So got a couple of more yards there. Let's go down to Am. It was right in front of me, and what was crazy, as uh, Coach Keck calls a timeout here, is that he had the ball in his left hand and was fighting free with his right. Uh, I thought he was a lineman. He was blocking for himself, boys. Well, he did a good job of it. He gets all the way down to the six-yard line where it's third down and about four yards to go here for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies as Snohomish Peak called, yeah, called the timeout. Actually, uh, uh, referee Friel signaled that Snohomish took that timeout. Okay, Snohomish took the timeout, I guess, to preserve the clock so they have more time. I would guess, but. Huh. So with 5-11 to go, we mentioned Lake Stevens. And Garfield now in a 27-21 Lake Stephen lead in the third quarter. Arlington was leading Kamiak 39 to nothing. Other final, Marysville Pilchuck beat Edmonds Woodway. Kind of blasted him 40 to 14. It was Monroe 34, Roosevelt 25 the final there. And Issaquah and Everett, the Issaquah Eagles win at 21 nothing over the Seagulls. Darrington will win over Winlock 56-14. We'll have more finals coming up in the postgame show. So Glacier Peak is ready to go. So much defense ready to go. It's third down, four yards to go at the six-yard line. They can get a first down at about the two with 5-11 to play in the game, and the Grizzlies with a 20-7 lead. And Andall back under center. He's wearing number 25 under center here. And he will give it to Cuellar, and he is dropped, drilled at the 10-yard line. Siemens is there who makes a stop. Loss of four yards on the play. They stop the clock. And Snohomish calls their final timeout. Boy, I guess Coach Hammer thinks this is an important series, Coach. Yeah. Well, you know, he's he knows if they have any chance at all with 501 on the clock, they, they cannot let Glacier Peak score here. Well, I'm just wondering, are they going to win it? Probably not. But... This is something, a right teaching moment for down the down the, the yeah, pipe. If they, and if they end up not winning, it's something to build on. You know, a good stand down here. The uh, Snohomish Panthers go on the road next week, and they're at Mount Lake Terrace. Then they're home against Shorecrest. Then on the road at Edmonds Woodway, at Linwood, at Liberty. Then home against Shorewood. They play three games here this year and then three games at Edmonds Woodway or Edmonds District Stadium. Strange quirk in the scheduling. Glacier Peak comes out fourth down and about eight yards to go at the 10 yard line. 5.01 to play in the game. Snohomish is out of timeouts. It's Glacier Peak's football off the left hash. Andall under center. Entler the quarterback is on the sidelines. Very very tight bunched formation. Bonches in. He dropped the football. Drops back. Looks to pass. He can't. He's going to be dropped for a loss. Logan Willis comes through there. It's going to be a quarterback sack. All the way back for a seven-yard loss. And on downs, the Snohomish Panthers take over the football. So that's something you can hang your hat on defensively and say, look, we can do it. We did it against Glacier Peak. It was a bad snap. But you know what? You, you play the hand you're dealt. So it'll be first and 10 for Snohomish at their own 16-yard line. As David Hammer back out there at quarterback. 
Here's the snap. They're playing without any timeouts now. They throw it. Very short pass. Parker Jackson makes a catch. Gain of three out to the 19-yard line. Short gain of the play. They can't stop the clock with 4.44 to play in the game. Second down and eight yards to go at the 19-yard line. Shotgun snap. Back to pass. Throws it. Kind of the same spot, except this time they're going to get a first down at the 30. Bosa made the catch out to the 31-yard line. 12-yard gain. They stopped the clock here. Yeah, it should resume. He didn't get out of bounds yeah. as they set the chains. That's something that's changing in college football. Yes. They're not going to stop the clock in this situation. So from the 31, to try not to have four-hour games is what they're trying not to have. So from the 31-yard line, first and 10, back to pass. Hammer throws complete at the 40. And Green makes a catch and gets all to the, about the 42-yard line. That'll be an 11-yard gain and enough for us to homage first down. That'll stop the clock to move the chains out to the 42-yard line. Now with 4.06 to play. They'll set the chains and wind the clock. They do now. Four minutes to play. Hammer in the shotgun here. Panthers on the move. Down by three scores. Well, down by two scores. Throws it. It's going to be complete. And then down on both knees. You can't get up once you're on two knees there. Parker Jackson makes the catch. It'll be a five-yard gain out to about the 47-yard line. Bosa is out of the lineup. Trip set to the right side now. One to the left. Second down and five yards to go. Down to 3.30 to play. Shotgun snap to Hammer. Stands up to throw. Rolls to the right to throw. Incomplete pass. Green was the intended receiver. Under through him. Couldn't make the connection. Brings up third down and five for Snohomish with 3.20 to play. But for one of the first times this game, we actually saw Glacier Preak bring some pressure there that time hammer was actually under duress we haven't seen that much this game so on third and five the panthers hammer pumps once rolls to the left then it just kind of dumps it off to his teammate who was kind of behind a whole pile of players anyway it looks like that was strant who made that catch about a two-yard gain just a little dump pass brings up fourth down and four for Snohomish. Three minutes to play in regulation time. So this will be it with a fourth down and four play. Hammer throws. It'll be complete. Parker Jackson makes a catch at the 45-yard line on the other side of the 50. So into Glacier Peak territory. That'll move the sticks again. And we've got a Snohomish player cramping. Nine-yard gain. Through that little route there and got enough for a first down. Is it the ball carrier, the receiver yeah, I, that's down? Yeah, it was the re- yeah, it was the receiver who caught it. Yeah, threw a little easy hitch out there. I would, I would hope that corner kind of knows down distance and uh, know that they're going to run that hitch at the sticks. He's got safety help over the top, so he can be aggressive there. Um, maybe a little too much cushion given there on a critical fourth down. So they're still working on. Parker Jackson as they will help him up and actually he just runs off 
under his own power. He says, yeah, I'm fine. I wonder if it's like a Joe Nash trick knee. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Am. Also have Jason Marshall, one of the offensive linemen for Snohomish. They're spraying water on his right shin. I don't know if it's if he's got a cut or if it's if they're you know hydrating from the outside. I don't know. Okay. So first and ten at the 44-yard line. High snap there for Hammer. Steps into the pocket. Now the pocket collapses. Now he'll run the football. Turns the corner to the right side at the 40, 35, and into the bench area. Hurdles a couple of would-be players. Gets an 11-yard gain and another first down. And they're saying, hey, let's go, let's go. And we'll go right back down to amp in the field. First of all, uh, great athleticism by the quarterback as he leaped over one of the ball boys over here and dodged me. Second of all, outstanding block by Silas Green. Sign him up for WWE. So here we go. First and 10 for Snohomish. Back to pass. Hammer rolls to the left. Has time now. Still has time. Now he'll dump the pass over the top, over the left side. It's going to be, they're going to say, incomplete. Green, incomplete pass. Not going to be incomplete. It was almost point-blank range, but he apparently dropped the football. Yeah, I don't think he controlled it through the ground. He kind of coughed it up as he hit the ground. Tenth play of this drive for Snohomish. They're down 20-7. to Did they say it was incomplete? Yeah, I, never, I don't know yeah, why the clock, they're running the clock. Yeah, the clock was running, and Coach Hammers pointed that out. So expect some more signaling up here to the booth. Yeah. Yeah. I can see over to Tom Friel. The clock was running. What? The clock was running. Oh God! <laughs> what do I have? To, what do I have to signal up there? Yeah. Where, where was it at? I think we we're at about two fourteen. Where they did stop the clock momentarily, and now the officials are meeting again. Okay, we're thinking two twenty. Four officials are meeting. The other one is out. The side judge on the far side, saying, "I want." nothing to do with this confab so they're still discussing how much time will be on the clock and now i think they've come to a consensus well maybe not yet meanwhile i'm gonna take a drink of water coach you take it okay i got it yeah, once they figured out, they've still got a signal up here. So we'll yeah. see how this, how long, because it, it took a while before the, the other time this happened. Amp, what do you got? I, I just got Bosa checked back in, so apparently he's fine. Uh, same thing with Dean Ward. I think, they, yeah, they want 2-2-2. Two, two, two. They got it up there fast. They did. 2-2-2? Two, 2-22? Two, two? Two, so 2-2-2 two, two, two on the clock. Brandon, who's watching the SCSPN telecast, thinks it was 224. But I think we'll settle at 222, and on we go. <laughs> Close enough for the opening night of high school football in 2023. David Hammer stands in the shotgun. It's second and ten. Pumps once, now going for a bundle down the right-hand corner, pushing and shoving each other. Out of bounds, incomplete. Mason Surdy was the intended receiver. Nicely thrown ball there in the corner. Well defended. Yeah, good defense down the field as well for the Grizzlies. Yeah, Isaiah Olson. Kind of just used his body to squeeze that Snohomish receiver out of bounds. Yeah. Speaking of receivers, you've got one of your players 
off, off the team and back on the team and re-signed. Yeah, he's, he's playing the practice squad shuffle. But, uh, yeah, Daniel Arias made the 53-man roster initially for the Arizona Cardinals, and now he's on the uh, practice squad. So very cool for that young man. Third down, seven or ten yards to go. Rolling to the right, rolling, rolling, throws it. It's going to be incomplete. We're talking about Daniel Arias. You, you told me a story in the before we went on the air. I think that's a great story. Can you tell that one about, about his mom? Yeah, well, uh, Daniel's family were immigrants from the Dominican Republic, and mom didn't speak English. And uh, she's also a, a devout religious woman. And, and uh, when he was a sophomore, he was going to play varsity football for us. We could see there was big things. He was, you know, he, he was going to do good things as a sophomore. Um, he said he couldn't play on Friday nights because of their um, faith. And I said, you, you don't understand, Daniel. You're good enough to go play college football. You've got to play on Friday nights so that those schools get film and you can get recruited. So we brought Mom into the school, and I got the Spanish teacher to be a translator and kind of explain what was going on. And, and eventually she uh, agreed to let him play on Friday nights, and you know the rest is history. He went on to a great career at Colorado, and now he's in the NFL. That's a great story. That's a great story. Fourth down. Number 12 is now in at quarterback for Snohomish, Evan Ruiz. Fourth down, 10 yards to go. 2.06 to play. On a fourth and 10 play, Ruiz standing in the shotgun, drops back to pass. He's going to throw one downfield into traffic. It's going to be caught for a touchdown. Mason Cerny hauls it in. Same play as before. Touchdown, Snohomish. Hey, no problem. <laughs> Sophomore quarterback comes in cold <laughs> off the bench and just drops it in for a touchdown. <laughs> Unbelievable. As Ruiz, and it kind of wobbled a lot in the air, too. It, 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 was, not, it was not pretty. Yeah, it was not there John were, Elway. Actually, yeah, there were two Glacier Peak defenders there. I don't know if they mistimed their jumps or uh, ran into each other, what the deal was, but... Uh, that Snohomish defender was just about a yard behind him, and it went over their hands and into his, and next thing you know, we're... They're going to go for two here. And do Ru- does Ruiz stay in? I think they're missing... No, no, person. they're going to they're gonna kick it. They're just short guys on the PAT team that are... Oh, yeah. ...haven't figured out they've scored yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it so. wouldn't make any sense. My, my, my card in my pocket doesn't say go for two. Okay. Here. Waiting for the snap here for Ruiz holds for Hammer who kicks and it's no good. It hit the upright. Didn't it? It took a while to get it there took, too. <laughs> <laughs> took a while to get there. Wow. It may have been par- partially tipped there. So let's reset it here. A minute 58 to play. Snohomish has just scored. They're out it- of timeouts. So you've got to onside kick the ball here. It's 20 for Grizzlies, 13 for the Panthers. Now, how much time did both these teams spend on onside kicks and hand steams in this first two weeks? Right. Like most teams, not much yet? Well, it's just, the, you know, you try to, as a head coach, practice for every scenario, but certain things take priority over other things. and and uh, Like how to put on your pads and well, for some find of the, the guys, bus. For some of the guys, yeah. <laughs> so... So that, that, you laugh. That has happened. Uh, I know. Yeah. I, I had a kid one time had his girdle on backwards because he thought the tailbone pad was supposed to be protecting something else. 
So, so a minute 58 to go. So Glacier Peak will put the hands team in. They've got one guy. Is that Bonchi? Yeah. Bonch yep. is back. He's the only guy back there. Yeah. You got a bevy of uh, receivers and running backs here making up the uh, hands team in these front two lines here. Oh, Owens is back to receive. Bonch may be up front here. He's got probably the best hands on the team. Okay. Waiting for the signal here. As he will back up and the uh, kicker will kick it. We'll have an onside kick coming up here. Here is the kick. It goes 10 yards. It's going to be fumbled momentarily. Who's got the football? Snohomish has it. Snohomish, I think, has it. No, they're going to Yep. He, he does. It's Snohomish football. The official pointed the other way. Glacier Peak was pointing it that they had it. It's Snohomish Panther football. Wow. Yeah, Gabriel, or uh, Zaya Nelson. Zaya Nelson up. came up with the football at the 43-yard line. Yeah, the ball went the required 10 yards, and that went into a whole bunch of players, blue and red-shirted. Yeah, and I didn't get a number, but a Glacier Peak player had a clean look at it first. I thought so, too. But it just kind of bounced off his chest plate, and then it was uh, game on. We'll go about down to Amp here in a moment, but it's first and 10 at the 43-yard line. Ball to right-hand hash mark. A minute 55 to go. Isn't this interesting? Back to pass. Hammer looking. Now dumps it down to Strand at about the 41-yard line. Quickly, let's go down to Amp. Yeah, I thought it went to Luke Fullerton and kind of ate him up, maybe a funny bounce, and squirted free and, well, rolling and stumbling, and it winds up in the red shirt's hands. Second down, nine yards to go. No timeouts left. A minute 30 when the ball is snapped, and here it is. Back to pass, Hammer. Throws right side. Incomplete. Mason Surdy, I think, was turning to the sideline to get out of bounds before he secured the football. So that'll stop the clock with a minute 24 to go. It's third and nine for Snohomish. Third and nine at the 43-yard line. Now you've got to worry about getting a first down. Yeah, because that is your I mean that is your priority right now. Without that, it, nothing else matters. Hammer calls the signals. Trips that out to the left-hand side. Waiting for the snap, he drops back. Throws a little bubble screen. It's going to be complete. Complete. That's Parker Jackson across the 30, all the way down to the 25-yard line. That'll stop the clock to move the chains. Snohomish does not have any timeouts. 16-yard play. A minute 14 to go. They stop the clock. They'll get the chain gang set. The clock isn't stopped. They, he must have wound the clock. They got the chains set at 25-yard line. Back to pass. Throwing it right side. It's going to be incomplete. Let him too far. Looking to just throw it to out of bounds to stop the clock. Now with the incomplete pass, that'll at least give a chance to catch your breath. So it brings up second down and 10 yards to go. Line of scrimmage to 20 seven yard line a lot of guys out there with hands on hips there's a bunch of tired guys out there so it's second and 10 from the 26 yard line hammer sets up throws right it's going to be complete at the 21 yard line step makes the catch they can't stop the clock the clock is moving with 51 50 
49 seconds to go. They're getting lined up. 47, 46 seconds to go. Third down, five yards to go. 43 seconds to go. Glacier Peaks making some defensive changes. 39 seconds to go. Back to pass. Setting up, looking over the middle. It's going to be incomplete, almost picked off. Almost intercepted by Healy. Healy almost had it. Brings up now fourth down and five yards to go. Seems to me, Coach, you got to run it to the near side and get out of bounds, don't you, to get the first down Well, here? I'll tell you what I like. Okay. The, way, the way these corners for Glacier Peak are turning and bailing, I would throw that hitch route again. It's, it's Glacier Peak has called a timeout. With yeah, I, I, if I was Coach Hammer here, I'm, I'm telling my guy, uh, we're going to look to that hitch first. If you see those guys bailing, we're, we're, you just that's a go. That's a green light. Just throw it. If not, you might have to come down off that into some kind of crossing route. But um, that hitch route's been there all night with the, with the technique that these Glacier Peak corners are playing with. What are you seeing, Al? Well, I'm seeing those those dump-offs to the sidelines. They're open. They're just not connecting. I've seen two or three right in front of me just out in the flats, and they're not hooking up. If you can get five, six, seven yards on that and get straight out of bounds, you get the fresh set of downs. That's where I would go, but then again, I, I have zero coaching experience. Fourth down and five yards to go with the 21-yard line. Snohomish so still gathered around Joey Hammer on the near sideline. Glacier Peaks defense is ready. Everybody's had a drink of water. And here we go. Fourth down. You don't get a first down. This ball game's over. Trip set left. One to the right. Lone running back. Hammer drops back to pass. Looking. Dumps it. Belt. Short-armed it. Incomplete. Well, Glacier Peak did something on that play that they had not done all night. They brought a linebacker off the edge, which rushed and throw. Yep. Yeah, they have not done that all night. Hammers had a lot of time. But that time, uh, Coach Keck or Coach Bean dialed up that uh, edge blitz with that backer and, and kind of rushed that throw. Yep. That, that was Amp's play. Amp, you drew it up. It just it, it didn't, didn't quite work. Yeah, they've looked great on those uh, intermediate and long routes. But just the, the short stuff... The, the easy money has not been there, and it's ball game. So 28 seconds to play, and they will just go into victory formation here, the genuflect offense, as Entler will take it and drop to one knee, and that will be that. They don't have to run another play, and it will be the final score of the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 20 and the Snohomish Panthers 13. That will be your final score. Great ball game here in Snohomish tonight. And we will hear from Shane Keck, the victorious head coach. We'll talk about our player of the game. Coach, what do you what do you like for a player of the game from the Glacier Peak Grizzlies? It'd be hard. I you know I thought Bonch played a great game, but you know at the same time, uh, the running back that came in for him, Cuellar had a great game. And then Crocker. Yeah, Crocker, who had to come in when Bonch was cramping up all yeah. the time, I thought had a great run, tough run down here. You know what? I like Crocker. I will see Bonch a lot yeah, we down will. the road. We but will. Crocker, next man up, right? Absolutely. And he okay. stepped up and filled some pretty big shoes tonight. So, Amp, let's go that way, can we? You can do that. 24, right? Yep. 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 Okay, we're going to step aside, and we will come back and have our postgame show. We'll hear from the coach 
and our Marysville Toyota Player of the Game. A final score, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 20, the Stomach Panthers 13. Postgame show next on KRKO. That likes to drive a lot, and your car is a little older and out of the normal warranty. Keep listening. What's going on underneath the hood of your car? If your car is out of warranty, you're at risk of expensive repair bills. Now, for a couple of dollars a day, you can get an extended protection plan for your car. You love your car, so why not give it a little extra care and make sure if something goes wrong, your bank account is safe. Literally, for a couple of dollars a day, you can give yourself peace of mind that you've purchased a top-tier vehicle repair coverage plan. Call the Auto Protection Network right now and ask how you could save an additional $500 on your policy. 800-979-9252 That's 800-979-9252 Give your event that extra wow with Russell's Restaurant. Russell's can cater your event or host it at the loft just off 405 in Canyon Park. Weddings, corporate events, fundraisers, parties, and private dining make it memorable with Russell's. Raise a toast with an espresso martini or show your appreciation with a double cut pork chop with an apple brandy demi-glaze in the gorgeous accommodations at russell's plan your event now at russellowell.com simple food done well russellowell.com building communities that's a specialty of smoky point concrete and they're looking for some new people who share their vision Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. And we welcome you back to Snohomish High School Veterans Memorial Stadium. The battle for the Dick Armstrong Cup and for the 12th straight year. It goes to the Glacier Peak Grizzlies, final score of 20 to 13. Welcome back, Tom Lafferty, along with Coach Joel Vincent. Amp Harold down on the field. Glacier Peak, the winner. We'll hear from their head coach and our player of the game. But we're going to do that after they have their little meeting on the field. So we'll have our meeting coach up here. What do you think of this ball game? It kind of died towards the middle of the game. It was kind of like, okay, let's hurry up and get this thing done. Then it suddenly got exciting. Yeah, I was a bit of a sleeper. But um, second half, I thought both teams came out and played pretty well. And uh, to both teams' credit, and I know Snohomish is, you know, you, you don't like uh, uh, not winning, you know, and it doesn't feel good. But the fact that both teams at times – had to respond to some adversity and both right. did right. both did and so uh that was good and if i if i was a head coach of either team i'd be excited about that um i think youth of both teams kind of showed tonight um i know antler had a little bit of a rough time tonight statistically but um you know he'll grow into that role and and boy i'm impressed with uh the younger hammer playing yeah. quarterback yeah. you know um we, we saw his brother play for Three, three, three years he started, and, and uh, uh, boy, he came in and had a good showing for himself, too. 
you, you talked about teams that face adversity and how they respond. And I'm sure you've had both types of teams, maybe three different kinds of teams, that respond like, okay, so what? Let's go. Next, next. what do you want us to do? Or how about the ones that just say, yeah, go, hey, we're done. Yeah. You've yeah. had those too, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, it's the, the old uh, adage, uh, you're going to get, no- everyone's going to get knocked down. Right. right. So um, the question is, uh, how quickly are you going to get up? And, uh, yeah, you're right. I've had all, all kinds of teams, and, and some it didn't. You know, I called them flatliners. It didn't phase them one bit. They, they, they didn't change anything they did, and, and uh, they always handled it pretty well. And then there were others that, you know, it took a little more uh, creative cajoling to, to, to get them to, uh, to respond to what was going on and to wake up and to not, uh, you know, lay down and, and quit. How, how about the teams that you've had? that were so excited you had to pull them off the ceiling every night yeah the, you know that's the flip side of the coin is you, you never want your teams to get too excited um, um, we've seen that in, in some of the games we've covered where um, that over exuberance and that that being just too hyped up leads to you know stuff happening after the whistle and all kinds of stuff so yeah it's as a, as a head coach you know navigating your team through that you're always trying to find that happy medium um, and trying to, to coach that and teach that as much as you can so Amp is still down as Glacier Peak is meeting at about the 10-yard line all down on the knee, and they're hearing from their coaching staff, and we're going to hear from the head coach here momentarily, and we'll hear from our player of the game as well. We've got our scores of other ball games coming up. We'll also have the uh, scoring highlights coming up and all the stats as well, all that as Glacier Peak. Uh, I don't know, Amp, are you getting a feeling they're almost done there? Or? I, well, think, the cr- the I think they're is, wrapping up. but uh, The crowd's coming out, so you, they better get done. <laughs> they, yeah. The, the, the girlfriends or, and moms it, and dads are coming either out. Either that or the, the whole crowd's going to be part of the post-game talk here. <laughs> so the, the the kids, the moms and the girlfriends and the dads are all walking out on the field. They're coming to gather around the uh, team, and so we're going to hear from our player of the game. Keck is uh, taking it to the house right here. Um, so we'll we'll get Francis Crocker first. As, as soon as they finish, TV's already gotten one of their interviews, so I think we'll get Coach uh, after he finishes with TV. So okay, the joys of live radio. Yeah. <laughs> so we will, again, Francis Crocker is our player of the game, 5'10", 185-pound junior. And Coach, reason we liked him, He's the next man up after Bonch went out. Yeah, I mean, anybody who listened to us tonight uh, heard us sing the praises of uh, Crispin Bonch. Uh, but, you know, he had some bouts of cramping, and he, he couldn't uh, go at times. And, and that young man, uh, Crocker, came into the game and, and uh, showed out well and really helped his team. And uh, I think he's well-deserving. Okay. I'm, I'm leaving Amp's mic up so you can hear what's going on down in the field. They have now broken up their meeting, and we'll – go to amp here in a moment as soon as he gives us a signal that he's ready oh, to go i was just told one minute oh one minute yep they're uh they're enjoying their oh. celebration here well, we'll keep the mic up let's hear it Now they're spraying water over everybody, too. So. Friday night lights here, and we are live on the postgame show with our player of the game, our Marysville Toyota player of the game, uh, that being uh, Francis Crocker, 
Backup running back who uh, had to be the next man up. First of all, congratulations on the win. What's this feel like? Uh, it feels amazing. Yeah. So next man up. Everybody knows about Crispin Bonch and the, the style of running that he he brings to this game, the leadership. But he got he started cramping up, right? Yes, sir, he did. So so what's it like to have to step immediately into those shoes and, and tote the rock in this one? Feels great. Same as practice. We practice it every day. Now, uh, you had nine carries for uh, 26 yards. You also had a catch uh, for 16. Uh, but still, in a, in a big-time game like this, uh, what's, what's that responsibility like? I don't know. It's just every day in practice, we hit it, we get it. doesn't matter where you are in the depth chart, you play. Hey, Amp. Uh, yes. Ask him about that really tough run that he had down here in the red zone. Kind now, of walk us through that really now, tough now, run. Now, you had a really tough run down here in the red zone as, you know, every play was critical in this one. But take us through that that tough red zone run that you had down here. I don't know. I saw a hole. I hit it. I see a guy. I hit him. Well, and, and with that, uh, tell me about the, the dudes uh, blocking and, uh, you know, clearing a path for you. Talk to me about your offensive line. Those guys are my family. Those guys, oh, my gosh. They are my life, dudes. Yeah, no. They paved the way for every good run. It doesn't matter how good the running back is. If the line isn't good, you can't run. Uh, give me some names. Uh, Jackson Murphy, Jake Reed, Antonio Cherez, all those guys down there, Kyle Martin, all them boys. All right, anybody you want to say hi to uh, might be listening online? No, I'm good. <laughs> all right, I'm going to let you get back to celebrating, uh, but you are our player of the game, so I'll give you the shirt and uh, we'll get, get a couple pictures for you, uh, and we'll send it back upstairs for a second. Okay, thanks very much. You know, you talk to the guys, and they have very little to say, and then you say, tell us about your offensive line. Oh, they're my family. Yeah, he was a man of few words up until then. Uh, <laughs> kind of matter of fact and to the point. I, I liked that he threw a yes, sir in there. That yeah. was kind of nice, but, uh, well, yeah, as soon as he – you can tell uh, he uh, really loves his linemen. He does indeed. So we're going to step aside, and we will hear from the victorious head coach coming up as well. Again, the final score, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 20, the Snohomish Panthers 13. Back with more on the postgame show from Snohomish after this timeout. So trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. It's Tim Hunter once again with my friend Cherie from Axis Roof and Gutter. Let's talk Roofing 101, Cherie. If I'm looking for a good roofing company, what are some of the questions I should be asking? You should look for how long has the company been in business? What type of products is this company using? I would like to see some examples of this company. So you should have some good pictures of some installs that they've previously done. Also, is there a service department that once I do get my new roof on, a few years down the road or five years down the road when I need a little moss cleaned off or things like that, you get to call the same company. It's good to know when you are looking out there to see that people do have a full service department. No one shops for roofs all the time. Maybe it's been years for you or maybe this is your first time. Get multiple bids, but be sure that one of them is from Axis Roof and Gutter. Visit AxisRoofAndGutter.com. 
Gary Duke here with Maury the Movie Guy, who recently purchased the new 2023 Honda CRV from Honda of Marysville. Hey, Maury, tell me how the experience was different from what you had in the past. In the past, can't commit to anything. We have to be really close to our vest. We don't want to be cheated out of anything. But the car buying experience is not like that anymore. It's especially the way it is for Honda of Marysville because it's part of our commitment to changing the auto industry of how it used to be to, to how it really should be to provide a great customer experience. Don't take my word for it. Find out for yourself. Go to hondaofmarysville.com we're going to go down to amp harrell here with the head coach arlington 46 camiac 8 amp you were asking for a score arlington 46 camiac 8 the final score as uh, we get with the victorious coach shane keck congratulations on grinding out another gutty win yeah it was a tough one you know i thought we actually played fairly well we just didn't convert you know a couple times when it mattered and you know, give Sonoma's credit, man. Their kids and their coaches battled and played so stinking hard. Uh, really impressed by what they did tonight. So hats off to them, man. They could have they could have folded tent, but they didn't. They made it a game. Obviously, could have could have flipped on us, but real proud of our kids. They played hard too. I, I hear the word a lot on football sidelines and in practices. Finish. Talk me through the finish and, and how your kids just uh, ground this one out. Yeah, you know, it's something that has been a big deal for our program is we've been in some really big games and we've been up in some big games and it's flipped on us sometimes. And, you know, I think that this is showing the fortitude of this group is that, man, that game could easily flipped and, and we could have been on the bad side of this thing, but it didn't. You know, and our kids showed gutsy performance. So I'm really proud of them. And I think it's a lot of the, the toughness of the, and the, of the group as seniors and the underclassmen just battling together and believing that we're going to win at the end. Now, I've got to ask this one. Going into the locker room, you guys had the lead, but they had all of the energy. They were jumping up and down like they were up 21 to nothing. You know Coach Hammer and the attitude he brings. And it, it was it was a different story going into the locker room. Uh, was that youth or was that just trying to get your head right? You know, I think we, we were a little frustrated because we felt like, gosh, we let some out there. We left a couple scores on the board. But, you know, I think, again, I think that that's the, the growth that we knew we had to go, right? We had probably 20 guys that stepped on the field tonight in a starting role that had never played a varsity snap, you know. And so when you got a young team like that, it takes time for those guys to, to get those plays in. You can't, you can't fake those reps. And so uh, we know that this is a team that's going to continue to get better. Our best football is down the road, you know. And so we feel like we just got to keep working and keep grinding. Our kids are going to get better, and we're going to be a pretty good football team. Now, uh, of course, with the first game, with it being kind of warm when we started, cramps always an issue, and uh, Bonch was out for a, a chunk of this game. How's your team's health? Yeah, actually, we came out really healthy. Last year in this game, we had three season-ending injuries, and so I was really happy to see uh, our kids had put in the work and were ready to play. And obviously, Chris had some cramps, but that, that sometimes comes in week one, especially you know a warm day like this. So not, not surprising to see it. And sometimes you just got to get through weeks one, two, maybe three before those cramps start to go away. All right, any final thoughts on this one, Coach? I'm just proud of our kids. You know, there's so much pressure in this game for our kids because, you know, obviously we've never lost to those guys. And so, you know, we're just trying to keep our kids focused on one game at a time. And they came out and find a way to win. And at the end of the day, it's a football game. It's a rivalry game. And you just got to go and find a way at the end. All right. Congratulations and good luck next week, Coach. Hey, thanks for all the coverage. Appreciate everything you guys do. Thank you. That's uh, the victorious coach, Shane Keck, uh, and I'll send it back up to you guys. Thank you very much, Amp Harrell and Coach Vincent. You, we talked during, I think, before the game about teams that you've had. You don't want to be the team that loses two, yeah. right? Yeah, that, that pressure that <laughs> the, Coach Keck talks about is real. Right. And, 
it's, you, you it's, were always more worried about some teams. Yeah, I mean, if we were heavily favored in a game against a team that was really, really struggling, I, I was more stressed going into that game than I would be. Skyline. A head, oh. Yeah, a head-to-head <laughs> matchup where, you know, all the hype before the game is, hey, these are two great teams or, or maybe even better, hey, we're going into a game that nobody gives us a chance to win. Right. Right? That's a different mindset. And, uh, you know, you could feel it all week. It's like, okay, guys, I understand that it's, you know, Team A, but we better come and play our best football, right? We don't want to be that team. Right. So that, uh, that uh, uh, you know, makes the papers being upset. So, yeah, I, I, I would uh, I'd worry way more about those games than some of those other ones. So, again, the final score, 20-13, to 13, Glacier Peak over Salmish. When we come back, we'll take a look at the scoring highlights and look at all the stats as well. Stay with us. Our postgame show continues live from Snohomish right here on KRKO. Kia of Everett, the home of simple, easy, fun car buying. Buying a new car should be fun and quick. We understand our customers' most valuable asset is their time. We have one of the largest new car inventories in the Northwest, and with our pricing-made simple philosophy, we never lose deals over price. Whether you experience simple, easy, fun in person or online at KiaVeverett.com, you will see the smiles, feel the energy, discover the excitement, so you know you picked the right place. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. Here's design consultant Lori Butner from Abby Van Dam Carpet and More in Marysville. What I love most about what I can do is I really enjoy going out to a customer's home and doing an in-home consultation and help them find the best pattern or the best style or color that would work with all the furnishings they already have in their home and help them create a happy, stylish living style. An endless array of colors, patterns, and styles available in the flooring, window treatment, and countertop market today. We can meet your creative appetite. Our experienced designers can guide you in making the best flooring decisions. We do countertop materials, quartz, granite, orion, natural stone, and slab. We also do ceramic tiles and porcelain tiles, laminated flooring, luxury vinyl plank, carpet for sure, definitely carpet, hardwood flooring, and window covering. For more information, Go to abbyvandamcarpet.com. Brian Berg here at the Shop of Arlington and Simmons Garage Tire Pros. We want you to love the drive. If your vehicle isn't allowing you to love the drive, it's time for us to talk. Whether it's big brands or small budget, we have you covered. From Michelin to Goodyear to Continental, General, Toyo, Cooper, Ironman, Hercules, you name it, we have the brand that fits both your car and your budget. Give us a call so we can fit the right tire to you. Look us up online at theshopofarlington.com. Welcome back to Snohomish High School, Veterans Memorial Stadium. The Dick Armstrong Cup remains on the other side of the river out at Glacier Peak High School as the Grizzlies win it 20-13 to 13 over the Snohomish Panthers. And we're with the, uh, well, on the losing side, the head coach, Joey Hammer, of the Snohomish Panthers with Ampero on the sidelines. Coach Hammer, tough loss, but at the same time, my goodness, what a battle. Hey, proud of the boys. We never stopped believing. We had faith all the way till the end. And you know what? Until it said zeros on the clock, we kept battling. Absolutely, the fourth down play. Uh, you guys went to the went to the dump off. You went to the the flat pass a couple times. What what was going on with that play? Well, you know, we just we felt like it was opening up, and we feel like that's an extended handoff, and we can make a play off of it. A lot of experience, uh, even with the youngsters from last year, uh, like like David. I thought he played his butt off. Oh, he played his heart out. You know what I mean? And 
you know, you just look at it. It was a team tonight. Yeah, you know I mean, we never wavered. They had the ball down inside the 10-yard line. We stopped and we drive it all the way down, score, get it onside. It's hey, you keep believing good things are going to happen. We're only going to grow and get stronger. Special teams always critical, and between the uh, the extra point on either side and the onside kick, uh, we were right, weren't we? Yes. Oh, 100%. That's a huge part of the game, and it changes the whole impact, right? It gave us, right? It just it just changes everything. It makes it electric, and our kids kept believing and had faith. I, I think if we can do a name, image, and likeness deal, I want some Bosa money. Bosa is like... I, I'm his biggest fan right now. He is amazing. That kid, is, I mean, you talk about a leader, and the guy is a leader with those words, with his actions. He's got character, integrity, everything you would ever want in, in your own son. That is what the kid is. And so Lucas Bosa played his heart out. He's physically exhausted. But that kid, you know, when you're playing in the trenches on defense, D-line, and then playing tight end, and you're bashing and bashing, that kid played his heart out. And what a great kid. Hey, Amp. Yes, go two, ahead. Two players I want to hear Coach talk about. We got we the got to freshman. talk to you about two players, Ty, freshman. Ty Tuatolo, the freshman. Ty Tuatolo. Yep. And who's the other one? And the kid that came in on fourth and long. Oh, the, playing the quarterback, quarterback Evan, Ru- and Evan Ruiz. So so first of all, Ty Tuatolo, tell me about him. Ty, what a great spirit. Yeah, I mean, we we've you know, we didn't even this is his first varsity experience. Yeah, you know I mean, he's a freshman. It's pretty obvious it's going to be his first varsity, and and we we're gonna we we're gonna break it in slow and not give him much tonight. But some things happened, so you gotta. He had to step up, and he did a heck of a job. Great heart, great attitude. The sky's the limit. That kid's gonna continue to work and grind, and that kid's got a bright future. And so you know, there's nothing. I can't say a negative word about the guy, and he's got great family, great support. And it's just a, you know what I mean, great heart. You saw it. The guy's motor doesn't stop. He's relentless. And so it's exciting to watch him because every time he goes, something good can happen. And then Evan Ruiz coming and, in on and that and critical fourth Evan down. Ruiz. So, so on third down, you throw one up, and, and it's incomplete. And then Evan Ruiz comes in cold as ice and just money. You know, that just speaks to, like, I'll just be honest. It speaks to the culture of our program and our team. You know what I mean? Nobody wavers. It's next man up. You always believe, and they had faith that it was going to happen, and it did. You know what I mean? And so, you know, you can, you got to believe in it. Even when it's unseen, you got to have the faith to believe in it, and our boys did, and Evan Ruiz came in and did his job. You know what I mean? And celebrated it. Look at that. You know what I mean? Puts us back in the ball game. We get an onside recovery. You never know, right? But Evan Ruiz, what a great job. Great young man. You're going to see some photos because there were a ton of photographers here. When that pass was a completion, I leapt into the air and fist bumped. So, so, so just look, look for the green shirt. I will. I love it. I love it. Hopefully you did a little heel click and stuck the tongue out like Michael and just hung up there for a minute. Not, not quite. I don't know that I can be like Mike, but I can, I can certainly try to, try to be like Joey. How about that? Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys. And, hey, what a great night of Friday Night Football and go Panthers. I, I want to say congratulations, even though you didn't win, because it still feels like a win with the way your boys played. Hey, that's right. And it's the greatest thing is we didn't get the end result of what we wanted, so it makes us hungrier. And so that's a, that's a huge bonus to me. You know what I mean? Like you look at the tails of the two sides, and I'll take us, and we'll keep climbing, and we'll keep grinding because we're not going to leave it for question next time. Absolutely. Coach, uh, savor this experience and get them next week. Absolutely. Thank you, guys, and go Panthers. Back upstairs, guys. Okay, thanks very much, Amp. Before we do the highlights right now, let's pause for station identification. This is Western Conference football.
Everett's greatest hits and a three-day weekend. Does it get any better? KRKO Everett. Again, the final score, 20-13. to 13, The Glacier Peak Grizzlies over the Snohomish Panthers. Okay, here you go, AC. I'm ready. It's your turn. You ready? The Joey Hammer of stats over here. Here we go. On straight Red Bull and gasoline. Yeah, yeah. That's what we run on over here. That's a tough act to follow. It is really tough. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get it kicked off. In the first quarter for Glacier Peak, they went three plays and 38 yards, aided by a 48-yard interception returned by big man Connor 80. Chris Vinbonchi kicks off the high school football season on KRKO with a 17-yard touchdown run. Lucas Entler, the 5'9", 175-pound junior quarterback. Shotgun snap, Bonch gets it right straight up the gut. Gets to the 15, cuts back, still cutting across the field of the 10. Looks to the pylon and finds the pylon. 17 yards, and that is a touchdown for Glacier Peak. The PAT was good by Kaczynski, making it 7-0 for Glacier Peak. With no scoring in the second quarter, Snohomish stops Glacier Peak on their first drive of the second half, which led to a big punt return of 58 yards by Parker Jackson. A few, pay, a few plays later, Brody Strand capped off a two-play drive with a seven-yard run. Second down, five yards to go at the seven-yard line. Give it to Strand, left-hand side. Strand, touchdown, Snohomish. Seven-yard dive play for Brody Strand. And into the end zone, touchdown, Snohomish. The PAT was good by Hammer. GP responds quickly after responds quickly after with a two-minute, 41-second drive, capturing 62 yards. Isaiah Cuellar took the ball seven yards and made a house call. It'll be now second down goal to go for Glacier Peak. Making some personnel changes from the far sideline. Yep, Cuellar's back in. Sets up as a slot to the right. Etler with a shotgun snap here. Crocker in the backfield. Cuellar gets it, turns around the left-hand side, spins around and into the end zone, touchdown at Glacier Peak. Just that easy, just that quick, they rolled it down the field. A seven-yard run by Isaiah Cuellar and a touchdown for the Grizzlies. The PAT was good by Kaczynski, making it 14-7 Glacier Peak. GP capitalized on a long drive to begin the fourth quarter. It took 12 plays and captured 72 yards and was finished off from Christian Bonchi, who scampered for five yards and dove for the pylon. They'll move some personnel around. They'll give it to Bonch. Bonch stiff arms a man, tries to turn the corner down the right side. He does. He turns the corner and finds the pylon and into the end zone. Touchdown, Glacier Peak. Five-yard run by Crispin Bonch. As he stiff armed a man, turned the corner and saw that orange pylon said, that's mine, and he goes and gets it. The PAT was no good, making it 20-7 to Glacier Peak. Snohomish could not go away without a fight. Sophomore Evan Ruiz, fresh off the bench, dials up long distance to Mason Surdy for 33 yards. On a fourth and ten play, Ruiz standing in the shotgun, drops back to pass. He's going to throw one downfield into traffic. It's going to be caught for a touchdown. Mason Surdy hauls it in. Same play as before. Touchdown, Snohomish. Hey, no problem. <laughs> Sophomore quarterback comes in cold off the bench and just drops it in for a touchdown. <laughs> the PAT was no good, making it 20-13 to 13 Glacier Peak, despite a recovered onside kick by Snohomish at the end of the fourth quarter and some last-minute fireworks. GP continues the win streak with a 20-13 to 13 victory. Tom? And now let's go to the stats, Alex. We're going to go right back there as you uh, switch Yeah, switch so switch screens. screens. Let's start off with the Glacier Peak Grizzlies running the ball. Chris Bonchi had 16 carries for 84 yards with two touchdowns. 
Right, by, right behind him, Isaiah Cuellar went eight carries for 61 yards and one touchdown. Francis Crocker, our Marysville Toyota player of the game, went nine carries for 26 yards. And Irv Wynn had two carries for six yards. Lucas Entler, despite a couple of sacks, three carries for a net of negative 23 yards. Passing the ball, Lucas Entler went seven of 15 for 87 yards. Receiving the ball, it was led by Ben Williams with four catches for 56 yards with and also a big catch by Crocker, one catch for 16 yards, and then Crispin Bonchi with two catches for 15 yards. Uh, for total yards for Glacier Peak today, 235. For the Snohomish Panthers, it started on the ground with Brody Strant, 15 carries, 54 yards, and that seven-yard touchdown run. David Hammer with four carries for a net of two yards. Tom, I hope you're sitting down. David Hammer attempted 40 passes today. <laughs> Went 24-40 with the quick passing game with 173 yards. Can't forget Evan Ruiz. One pass, 33 yards. Reservations for six. Touchdown. Receiving the ball, let's go to Lucas Bosa first. Seven catches for 78 yards for the big tight end. Right behind him, Parker Jackson with six catches for 39 yards. Mason Surdy, the uh, recipient of the 33-yard touchdown pass, two catches, 43 yards. Silas Green, four catches, 25 yards. Brody Strant, four catches, 16 yards. And Ryan Stepp with a catch for five. And that wraps up with total yards of 262 total yards for the Snohomish Panthers. Our stats brought to you by David Busters. It's your place to watch the game, all the games. David Busters and their 40-foot wow wall. David Busters at the Aldwood Mall in Lindwood. Reminder, all players of the game receive a sweatshirt provided by Screen Printing Northwest. And our player of the game brought to you by Marysville Toyota. One person, one price, one hour. Experience the power of one at Marysville Toyota on Smoky Point Boulevard. When we come back, we'll take a look at scores of other ball games and preview our next game. Again, the final score in the battle for the Dick Armstrong Cup. The Glacier Peak Grizzlies 20, the Snohomish Panthers 13. Back with our final segment from Snohomish after this timeout. If you're the kind of person that likes to drive a lot and your car is a little older and out of the normal warranty, keep listening. What's going on underneath the hood of your car? If your car is out of warranty, you're at risk of expensive repair bills. Now, for a couple of dollars a day, you can get an extended protection plan for your car. You love your car, so why not give it a little extra care and make sure if something goes wrong, your bank account is safe. Literally, for a couple of dollars a day, you can give yourself peace of mind that you've purchased a top-tier vehicle repair coverage plan. Call the Auto Protection Network right now and ask how you could save an additional $500 on your policy. 800-979-9252 That's 800-979-9252 Give your event that extra wow with Russell's Restaurant. Russell's can cater your event or host it at The Loft just off 405 in Canyon Park. Weddings, corporate events, fundraisers, parties, and private dining make it memorable with Russell's. Raise a toast with an espresso martini or show your appreciation with a double cut pork chop with an apple brandy demi-glaze in the gorgeous accommodations at russell's plan your event now at russellowell.com simple food done well russellowell.com building communities that's a specialty of smoky point concrete and they're looking for some new people who share their vision 
Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Final score tonight, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 20, the Snomish Panthers 13. Coach Vincent, well, and Alex, are you going to join us as well? Let's the round out. table gets yeah. a little rounder. The go. round table, let's do it. Let's run down the uh, scores of other ball games and a little comment on each one if we have it. Final score from just up the road, the Lake Stevens Vikings 48, Garfield 21, avenging a loss from last year. You want to start off? I'll now? start. Hey, I'll start. Go. I thought Garfield was going to come out there with a couple of, you know, high-star recruits and what's going to be happening the Lamar era, you know, Jaden Lamar era is over and we don't really know what's going to happen, but it sounds like they were up 27 nothing. They came back 27-21 and it looks like Lake kind of pulled away in the fourth quarter. So, uh, great to see Lake Stevens still, you know, keeping the foot on the gas pedal. Is Lake Stevens going to be the same as last year? Well, so are, you every, ask, are you asking me? Yeah, every three decades you get a state championship in Snohomish County. So uh, No. No. Um, of course, you've got uh, the quarterback is back, yeah. and you've got the younger Lamar, who's really good. Um, I just don't see the supporting cast being as deep as it was last year in their run. Right, yeah. right. And, they're, and you'll see this too, Tom, when you see him first time. They're not as big up front as the Lake Stevens teams we're used to seeing yeah. on the offensive line. So, again, the final, Lake Stevens 48, Garfield 21. Arlington beat Kamiak, final of 46-8. to eight. No surprise there. Arlington, I think it's going to be pretty good. I think so, too. They were young last year. Remember, we watched right. them. They were young. Um, but they had some flashes of just really really good play last year so yeah i'm not i'm i'm not surprised uh tough one out of the gate for for the new cameo coach but and you have leighton martin you've got jacoby failer who pretty good players yeah a lot of athletes there you go final central kitsap over mariner 35 13 as mariner with a brand new head coach central kitsap gets the win there it was marysville pilchuck over edmonds woodway kind of surprised by this one the score 40 14 tomahawks over the warriors it makes it very interesting for our, for us next week, correct? Right. We're up there pl- when they're playing Stanwood, but I know uh, Edmonds Woodway was kind of a favorite. They had an article in the Herald about them. They uh, they had a lot of people coming back too. But Marysville Pilchuck, they if it's that wing T offense is still up there, and you'd make nope. one. Nope. No, I know you've been away. I know I've been away. Uh, Don't they, sweat. They got a new coach. They are spread everywhere. Every, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Keep it's capitalizing. Yeah, and they've got that big quarterback right. from last year. Yep. I mean, he's a big dude. He doesn't even look like a quarterback. But he can flat throw it around. So Marysville Pilchuck wins it. You talked about it next week. We'll see Stanwood and Marysville Pilchuck. Stanwood gets a win against their neighbors, 37-16 over the Lakewood Cougars. Yeah, you know, you got a 3A school going against 2A school. And, and uh, you know, Stanwood had it rolling last year. They got they had some big shoes to fill this year with some guys right. that went on. Ryder Bum, Garner gone. Yeah, but uh, looks like they're just uh, they're not rebuilding. They're reloading. Marysville Getchell gets the win, 25-14 over Cascade. We'll see Getchell and Pilchuck in two weeks on uh, the uh, Berry Bowl up at Colcita. So that'll be fun. See, Getchell, you know, well, Bubba, you got Bubba. Yeah, well, Getchell's in the same boat that Snohomish is in in this rivalry series. They, right. They've never beat MP. So right. uh, I'd like to see a really improved Marysville Getchell team. Just for our own, I mean, being selfish, I want to sure. see, see a good game. <laughs> you know, right. So, so I, I hope that uh, that's what we see. 
It was Roosevelt over, no, excuse me, it was Monroe over Roosevelt, 34-25. to 25. Roosevelt's kind of had a couple of down years, but Monroe's supposed to be pretty good. Really good. They had a lot of offense coming back with that three-star quarterback as well. We were seeing the numbers for their totals, what, like 40 points, 50 points a game, so that's a lot closer than I thought. Yeah, I got to see them. I got eyes on them at the Jamboree last week. Springer is the quarterback's the real right. deal, and he's got some really good receivers. I'm surprised that score is as close as it was, actually. Yeah, 34-25, Monroe over Roosevelt. Archbishop Murphy squeaked by Lake Washington, 17-14 the final there. Issaquah over Everett, blanked up 21-0 in Mark Stewart's debut as the head coach of the Everett Seagulls. Stadium over Cedar Crest, 26-21 final there. Cedar Woolley beat Mount Vernon 34-7. Ferndale, here's a big shocker, Ferndale beat Linden 17-14. Linden's long winning streak and defending. Well, I know it's a long winning streak. and You, you referred to it earlier as an upset when we were kind of talking off air, but, but is it an upset? Ferndale's good. Yeah, Ferndale's good, but they're also a classification higher. Right, right. You know, so, you know, the end streak. But the, it's the Linden. Win, yeah, the win streak does end, and, <laughs> it, and it is Linden Lions. I get all of that. But, um, you know, Ferndale's not a bad pedigree either. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, head coach, coaches in the National Football League, right? Right. Doug and, Peterson. And, well, and Coach Plunkovich has been there for years. And, right. And, uh, you know, they, they had a really good season last year. So, um I, I'm not shocked by that score, but but that's well the final again. Yeah, Ferndale 17, Linden 14, Anacortes beat Oak Harbor 21 to seven. It was Tumwater over Burlington Edison 49 to eight. Meridian beat Granite Falls 22 13. Friday Harbor over South Whidbey 35 20, and Darrington beat Winlock 56 to 14. And now, and now you know where Winlock is. I do know where Winlock yeah. is. Go Loggers. Can we talk about uh, Tumwater for a second? Sure. Are they yep. ever bad? No. I mean, holy cow. I mean, just the tradition they have down there. Sid Ott, well, he's, yeah. been, he's been retired for 15 years now. Well, and, not they quite still, and they still keep winning. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, um, I want to know what's in the water down there. Did you play them back no. in the – in no, the day? We, no, we played Olympia in the state playoffs, but we, we never played Tumwater. Okay. Now, um, Cascade back in the day had some knockdown dragouts with Tumwater. Right. Yeah, in the Terry Ennis time. Yeah, because yeah. Tumwater was a bigger school then. Yeah. That's when the brewery was still open. Yes, yeah, <laughs> before everybody got laid off. <laughs> That's right. At the Olympia Brewery, Tumwater, Washington. Okay, so those are the final scores, and thanks again for being with us here on this Friday night. Tonight's game was broadcast under rights granted by the Western Conference solely for the private, non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the Western Conference or KRKO Radio is prohibited. Tonight's game was produced in studio by Brandon Hamilton. Be with us again next week. We will be at Quilcita Stadium in Marysville as the Marysville Pilchuck Tomahawks host the Stanwood Spartans. 6.30 pregame show and 7 o'clock for the kickoff again from Quill City Stadium next week here on the radio. A reminder, Everett Aquasox back here for a doubleheader tomorrow night. It'll start at 4.15 with the pregame show, 4.30 for game one from Spokane, and then home again on Monday, Labor Day, at 4.05 p.m. Thanks to our spotter, Jay Pulliam, our statistician, Alex Clausius, in for Buddy Patrick. Tonight's game brought to you by Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Dave & Buster's, Glass by Lund, Marysville Toyota, 
Smoky Point Concrete, the Buzz In Steakhouse, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, and by Screen Printing Northwest. Now for Joel Vinton and Amp Harrell, I'm Tom Lafferty reminding you of tonight's final score from Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. The Glacier Peak Grizzlies, 20. The Snohomish Panthers, 13. Good night, everybody. Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall They didn't let just anybody in that club Took every ounce of heart and sweat and blood To get the wear those game day jerseys down the hall Kings of the school, man, where the boys are fall. Well, it's turn and face the stars and stripes. It's batting back them butterflies. It's calling in the air already. Yes, sir, we want the ball. And it's knocking heads and talking trash. It's slinging mud and dirt and grass. It's I got your number, I got your back. When you're back. You mess with one man, you got a song. The boys are falling. In little towns like mine, that's all they got. Newspaper clippings fill the coffee shops The old men will always think they know it all Young girls will dream about the boys will fall Well, it's turning face the stars and stripes It's fighting back them butterflies It's Trash, it's slinging mud and dirt and grass. It's I got your number, I got your back. When your back's against the wall, you mess with one man, you got a soul. Fighting back them butterflies It's calling in the air All right, yes sir We want the ball It's knocking heads And talking trash It's slinging mud and dirt and grass It's I got your number I 
Oh